All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 172. I am one of your hosts, my name is Fred Rojas. And joining me tonight, as always from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? It's it's going, Fred. I gotta be honest. Um, <clears throat> now, I'm, now I'm actually just waiting for you to take a sip of that thing. Okay, I'll do it. I need, so, to, I need to know. I'm gonna be honest to the audience. So okay. I was at a bar. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it later. But like, I've had a few to drink. Not a ton. Three. No, Specifically three in three hours. Yeah, he's fine. So, but on the way home, I grabbed the Sunny D's because I still have not yet tried these. So I tried them. Trees, they were a hot item, according yes. to my liquor store. They're still they, hot. They, they put a little flaming paper, <laughs> like flame guy with right? a smiley face. Um, I like it. It deserves it. So there was one in the fridge, so I bought a four-pack. I will not okay. be drinking the four-pack on this show. I brought two, but let me give it a go. All right. First try of the Sunny Dean Seltzer. I've been drinking them without wow. fail. Wow. Okay. So those start exactly like a Sunny D. Mm. But you can definitely tell they are trying to do not a fuck ton of sugar. Right? And they don't have right. much sugar. They have like two grams or something. And so they've got that kind of aspartame aftertaste. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie. If you've been drinking diet sodas or seltzers, like alcoholic seltzers. Yeah, yeah. Now, these are delightful. You, um, Yeah, especially in like a hot summer barbecue backyard. Mm-hmm. You can down those pretty quick, which I have done before. Without realizing. Ooh, those are dangerous if you down them. Yeah, because they're 4.5%, which is not mm-hmm. high, but it's not low. It's not low. So, Trees, like we've a... been outside in lower 80s. Okay. It's been about, like, 83 degrees out. And while the sun was going down, it's mostly been sunny the whole time. The sun just went down about 30 minutes ago here. So, yeah, it's been pretty warm. Pretty warm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are refreshing. This is a good... Yeah. Um, this good. plus um, being in the basement with all the AC. <laughs> this is a good change of pace from being out in the fucking ball sweaty, swamp-ass yeah. world that uh, I've been in, in until recently. <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. So, But, yeah, they are very good. I am yeah, it was pleased. funny because, uh, you know, I had a bunch yesterday. I was drinking them all yesterday. Because uh, my son had his uh, seventh birthday party, which is a funny thing to oh, say right. that I was yeah. drinking Happy all day. Birthday to your son! Yeah, well, his birthday was actually end of August, but because of shenanigans and moving stuff around, you know, his birthday ended up his actual birthday party. You know, with the friends, the football sure, team sure. came and stuff was actually yesterday. And uh, it's a funny thing to put those two together and say, "Yeah, I was drinking all day because my son had his seventh birthday," but. You know how it goes. You know, you, you the you know the parents need a little treat too. I mean, depending on the part the of the noise, depending on where in the country you are, that's actually mm-hmm. not uncommon. Right. I'm not endorsing it, but I'm not criticizing it. Not criticizing it. You've had a beverage or two at a kid's party, oh, I'm sure, yes. in your lifetime. Oh yes. Yeah. So you know, we did. We had the big. That was yesterday. It was one of those touch and go things where it was supposed to rain all day. In oh, like right. hurricane winds and stuff, and 
So you're so, watching the sky the whole time? We're watching the sky the whole time because everybody's phone had a different forecast. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so what we did was we uh, put out the call to friends and we got tons of uh, tents. Nice. We just blanketed the backyard with tents. And because uh, <clears throat> we also, Fred, had a reptile guy coming. It was a reptile theme party. Oh, I love it. And so we had to have a little tent for him to sit under in case it rained. And then what was funny and, and real insulting, I think, is, <laughs> you know, it's bad enough when you look at weather and it's like, oh, it's going to rain on the day you're planning something. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the hour to hour weather and our party was planned from three to six and it was fine, fine, fine. Three o'clock rain, four, four o'clock thunderstorms. <laughs> Five o'clock thunderstorms. Six o'clock time period. Thunderstorms. Yeah. Seven clear. Uh, nothing. Good. <laughs> yeah. I go, honey. That's like it's almost personal. You know what I mean? I agree. That feels personal at that. <clears throat> that point. does feel personal. And um, so luckily I went outside around two thirty, and I'm just watching these rolling black clouds above our house, but sort of going past our house. Like I'm looking at it the way they're blowing, and I'm like, I think we're, I think we're gonna, we're gonna skate this thing. And then, um, sure enough, the party started, and it was like people were showing up soaked, and be like, yeah, the next town over, it was like torrential downpours, and I was like, oh, well, it didn't come here, and I, and I'm like, which town? And they told me, I'm like, oh, that's that way, that's past us. <laughs> yes. And uh, it held out. It would sprinkle here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, a few gusts of winds where every uh, adult held one end of a tent just in case you know that makes sense yeah um but yeah it held out and then it, it was you know it never got sunny but it never it ne- nothing ruined the party oh, that's so awesome. it was a good deal and uh we had a, a reptile guy there that uh you know i'm helping him bring he goes i need some help with the stuff <laughs> from the from his minivan you know and so me and my buddy Jim went to help him move stuff. He's like, I'm not touching anything with snakes in it. And I'm like, they're all in like Rubbermaid containers. Like he has mm-hmm. them all with towel, you know, because no light. So he keeps them nice and calm. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. He goes, not the one, nothing with snakes. So him and me are carrying this big tote. I go, what's in this guy? He goes, alligator. <laughs> and I went, ah. Uh. <laughs> now, early in the week, my wife said, oh, he's not bringing the alligator because I guess he's been a little snappy. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, who is this guy from? And um, I'm gonna assume he, this this story ends positively. It does. No kids of the nature of things, so that's why I'm laughing. So nonchalant, but yeah, yeah. there was there was no um, viewer discretion. <laughs> fucking TikToks made at this. No trigger warnings. Pot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just funny because the guy showed up in like a, a beat minivan and he had all the Tupperware things in the back. I'm like, this is a rum talk. My wife goes, he's the only guy that was insured. And I go, oh, that's comforting. You know? Insured. Actually, that was the part that I keyed in on. Yeah. yeah. So she she looked up a bunch of reptile people that do parties. And she was, she was surprised that uh, out of the three or four she looked up, this guy was the only one insured. <laughs> So she's like, okay, let's go with this guy. You know? I find and, that uh, equal parts hilarious, sad, and good for your wife for making sure of that. The guy was awesome uh-huh. and good with the kids. Like he almost he did like an educational show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ask them questions and it was it was good for that age group. 
Uh, but I won't lie. In my head, I don't know. I was thinking just like a Steve Irwin type. Yep. You know, yep. I don't know why. No, this guy just had like a you know a Journey T-shirt on and jeans. <laughs> looked like he like he looked like he checked his clock at the bar. I was like, oh, I got a gig. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. But I don't think like his third show that day. So I won't tell you what we pay him, but he's making bank. He's doing he's all right doing all for right. weekend yeah. gigs. Going off, and these are clearly like his pets. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh huh. He has a like relationship with them, you know. And uh, so yeah, so he, he, it was great. He, he started with little things like little little turtles. He had a bunch of turtles, and, and yeah, the snapper turtle made me nervous. Uh, <laughs> and then he started with the snakes, which all the mothers backed up. And he started <laughs> with little snakes and got up into to like a Burmese python. Yes. Which he put around kids' necks. Which also made me nervous. But, so if uh, you're watching them, the Burmese python, or any python for that matter, they're safe around the kids' necks as long as they stay around the back of the neck. And you're always watching to make sure they don't close that loop or start closing yeah. that loop. Yeah. Uh, these animals seem very docile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes, now the biggest thing I got, right? And he pats on the giant tote. He's like, is this guy right here? Dude. I know we have a picture somewhere because people would think I was thinking like baby alligator. Mm-hmm. Dude, this thing was like, dude, this dude pulled out like a, like a three to four foot, like alligator. Okay. Like, yeah. Put it, put it on his lap. Like it was little looking, but it was not a baby. He said it was like 20 years old or so. It was a, but he was, I mean, he looked like he was high as a kite. I'll be honest. I, I don't think that it was moving at all oh the but, uh, alligator like, looked like he, i thought you were talking no, about the reptile guy. <laughs> yeah maybe him too uh, he might have had some gummies i don't know but they both looked uh, but the, the alligator was definitely like you're like i don't think he was chill yeah moving but it was good the kids the kids enjoyed it. and then he also had a hedgehog which i found was weird oh okay he had he had something that all those things could eat and he kept them all together but <laughs> but then after he had a nice well, you know Good the hedgehog's dilemma, right? Like anyone the hedgehog tries to cuddle with gets hurt by it. So, well, <laughs> let me tell you something about this guy. Uh, he knew what he was doing because every mother that was like, "Oh my god, I love it." Uh, he also had business cats because he he bred hedgehogs. He sold them for like 150 bucks. Holy a pop. shit! Okay, and uh, he was handing out a lot of cats. Very clever so, guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he did like a half an hour petting thing where anybody could like hold whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a big, it was a big hit. It was like, even the, even the parents were like holding the snakes. Everybody was like, can I put the snake around my neck? Like everybody was, everybody was digging it. Even That's my wife was petrified of snakes. Uh, I said, put the, the big one on your neck. I'll get a picture. And she reluctantly did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she told me later on, like inside she was fighting back tears. Like she was very brave in public. Like she was laughing and stuff, and we take. But I guess inside, she really was like breaking down, and she wanted to give the snake back to the guy, but the guy was so preoccupied with the kids oh, no. that she kept going, "I'm good," and he just kept with the kids. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I was laughing, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I think trees. You got to do the old, um, you know, New York switcheroo. Just have exactly. your wife like duck out. From under the python, and you put your put it, neck yeah. right in there. It yeah. wouldn't even notice. I mean, I mean, I'm not afraid of snakes, man. I mean, I had um, 
my first uh, my first roommate we had a big python named arnold nice and we had that thing for like a year and it, we'd watch tv and that thing would be on the couch or around my neck chilling out <laughs> so I'm, I'm not afraid of yeah like i mean that. i'm not either i had the uh science um, teacher who had us play with snakes but but yeah i i get why people are nervous and um kudos to your wife for Yes. I wouldn't call it facing her fear, even though that's probably what she did. But like, yes, not only did she do that, but like she had to roll with somebody not being yeah. attentive to her, which should yes. definitely be the case when are you you're facing the rep- your fear. <laughs> are you talking about the reptile man or me? Yes. The reptile <laughs> man, not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, she should be, be able to quote unquote, get off the ride the moment she's done. Like, right. Listen, she's this, like, okay, I'm good. Dude, Let's get this yeah. thing off me. Right. I mean, like, you know how I, uh, I sling Funko pops. This guy was slinging hedgehogs. He didn't have yes, time. Exactly. He didn't have time to deal with that. Yeah. No shit. Um, <laughs> but we, we were very, we were very happy. We had a face banner, but you know, it's like, you know, when you say, um, you, you always want to have a hit party. You know, my mm-hmm. wife plans very hard. It was a jungle theme party, so she made vines and inflatable snakes and balloon palm trees. Like she, she goes all I out, right? It. Yeah. Uh, she, she definitely wants to be known as like, look at these fucking parties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, we definitely, we definitely threw the bash. You know, like during Halloween, where you're like, that's the house that gives out the full bars. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. We, we. We had Devin's potty had the alligator. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Yeah. So that'll be talked about for a while. So we were it's very ecstatic, you know? And um, but the reason I even started the story was because uh from my birthday party the week before, where I right. drank a lot, um, <laughs> we had a lot of leftover booze. And uh one of them I still had a bunch of four packs of Sunny D because people were bring me four packs for my birthday. So nice. those were all, all out in the coolers. And uh, like many people, I said, I need commission money from Sunny D because uh, <laughs> I was pimping those things to a lot of people at that party. And they were like, ooh. One lady was taking pictures of it, sending it to her husband, like, go pick this up now. Like, I was, I was selling. I was like, right? Like, people would take a sip from across the, the backyard and then they look at me and I'd go, huh? Right? <laughs> Sunny D, right? So, Yeah. But that was uh yeah, that was the big event was uh my son's birthday party. It was it was good times. Um That sounds awesome. Then, I'm honestly sorry I missed it. <laughs> you would have had a good time for sure. Oh, I would have had a great time. Yeah, it was good. It was good, you know. Big bouncy buddy, like giant. Oh, the biggest no one they, they had. Yeah, they had like I a ninja it. obstacle course inside, a slide. It had like a fucking basketball hoop inside of it. Oh, Autumn would have been shy, but she would have gone for it, right? Like she'd have so acted s- like she didn't want to go, but she knows better, right? Like, mm. Yeah, and, and what's funny is uh, my son, right? He Because the bouncy gets delivered at like 8 a.m., mm-hmm. the party's off to 3, him and his like neighborhood friends get to play in it all day. Right. That's before awesome. the party even starts. Yeah. So, you know, it was pumped up in the morning. And so <clears throat> there's a slide, like you, you, there's a ladder in there, and then you go down the slide. And then above the slide, there's like this netting, right? And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be, I don't know what it's for, but it's like, you know, it's one of those things like if you do a basketball out there, it'd roll down, told you, like at the <clears> fan. <throat> it's like a netting like that. Yeah. And um, 
so my son comes in. He's like, I just did the most epic jump. And I'm like, cool, buddy. My wife's like, oh, did you? He's like, yeah. We're like, awesome. And he goes, come see, come see. I'm like, all right, we'll come see, right? Yeah. Dude, I go out there. He gets on top of that netting, right? Uh-huh. Crawls up the netting. Dude, he's climbing on the roof of the jumpy. The netting, like, on – he's yep. getting oh, – like, I he know found what a you're loop. talking about, yeah. Yeah, he found, like, an escape hatch to get, you know, like, a safety concern. Something I did not sign for when I signed for the fucking thing. He like, yeah, he got up the netting and then got up on top of the bouncy. And then there was a slit in that. And he was like just dropping down into the center of it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's not. I mean, you know, as a parent. In the words in of the Buzz moment, Lightyear. Yeah, right. Like, you freak out. But falling. like, oh, as a kid, like, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't have it. I told him. I told him, don't don't do that again. Yeah. And don't show when the party says, do not show right. anybody show, else. Don't show people that they can get up there. there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all I need. Um, so that was my Saturday, buddy. And then um, today was his second football game, mm-hmm. and uh, it was an away game, Fred. And guess what? What's that? They lost. I'm sorry to hear. Do you want to know why they lost? Yes, I do. Especially as you're baiting me. <laughs> they lost because of adults, Fred. Oh, fuck. Okay, you go know? on. So we first noticed uh, on the first few plays that it was taking like two or three of our kids dragging off the other kids' flags to even drag them down to the ground. And as you know, Fred, you're supposed to grab a flag and it just pops off. Oh, yeah. They're not hard to pull. That's the whole point. So they clearly were wrapping their flags around their belts. Oh. Right? Which is not something kids do. It's taught. Yes. Right? Yes. You are shown um, how to do that. It's not inherent. And so yeah. that was happening. Right? And then a few times... They scored a touchdown, and we were like, is that a touchdown? And then it was like, no, it wasn't a touchdown because this kid was out of bounds when he clearly wasn't. Weird stuff like, oh, it was a botched uh, hike. Like Like, questionable calls. calls. That's the calls for seven-year-old flag (laughs) that our team was getting. And then uh, (laughs) – At one point, my wife was over with the team because she was doing the the sheets. And uh, she goes, yeah, me and the other coaches saw one of the other coaches put the kid's flag back on and then double loop it around his belt. I'm like, what a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what a way to show kids, especially at that age. Like, that's how you do it. I'm like, good Lord. Plus, like, can I be a dick for a minute? Like, Yeah. It's seven-year-old football. Yes. Yeah. Your right. win means fuck all to anyone. Right. The whole point is for the kids to go out there and to have learn. fun. That's my yeah. crazy idea, but it is the the learn the fundamentals and to have fun. You know? Yeah. yeah, it was that kind of game. And I'm like they got like our team got like a safety, but it didn't count or something and then two touchdowns, but then and then the game was over. And then my wife was telling me later that the coach was 
walking away from the refs and the ref was like doing that weird man shit like don't don't you turn your back on me mm-hmm. and like you could take you this and shovel you could take your penalties and shovel them up here saying that in front of the kids no oh, nice so real co- mature yeah so, yeah so the coach was just like continuing hey. that yeah theme yes so the coach was just like our coach was just like hey show the respect i'm sure i've been showing you guys i don't swear in front of my kids and i don't expect you guys to so yeah that was a game we had so unfortunately some of our boys were crying and stuff but our, our coach everybody came back and was like listen you guys won doesn't matter what they say you know what i mean that's not how we play you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but jesus christ that's the stuff i hate i i yeah hate i'm it. sorry to hear i that. hate yeah. it to no end my son wasn't my son wasn't one of the kids affected he could give two shits mm-hmm. you know he just came back he was yeah we lost and i go yeah well you guys did good you got some flags he was like i got three flags well, yeah, he did. Did all right, buddy. <laughs> he does really care. Then he was home playing Fortnite. He doesn't uh doesn't phase him. But some other kids were very upset. Understand. Understand. Yeah, and they were yeah. and they were like shoving our kids down. One kid looked like he was twelve. <laughs> like like punched one kid in the face by accident. Like it was crazy. I was like, what is going on here? What do we want? What, <laughs> and what is storm, right? Like Good Lord. But that was uh that was our football game. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Wild. Wild, man. I know what's wrong with people. I really don't know what's wrong with people sometimes. I mean, the only solace you can give yourself is that, like, that apparently today's game was Mm -hmm. single-handedly the most important thing that will happen to that guy for the next week, if not longer. Mm Mm-hmm. And if that was my circumstance, I wouldn't be too happy either. Yeah. Because I got to tell you, my kid's football game is not not the end-all be-all of human existence for me. So, Right. I enjoy it. Um, I don't care if they win or lose. You know what I mean? I'm not really even paying attention, but you do want to yeah, see the kids do well. Game and it's a good game. Like that's yeah, all. That matters. I, I, I want to see the kids do good. I like when the little ones do good. You know, I like to make Especially sure when everybody the gets their little close and they're all fighting for it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Um, except for all the shenanigans, you know. Uh, yeah, man. That was my week. I, I gotta be honest, because we you know we did we did the show a little late. In the we week, we not did. late in the yeah. week, but you know, so it's like, you know, not not too much has happened to me since then. Um, <clears throat> but that was it, man. Big party and a football game. Sounds like a good weekend to me. Busy weekend. I was, um, I didn't do shit today. You know, it's one of those <laughs> after party things. You come home. Mm-hmm. You know, we came home and like there's like piles of cookies. And like a box of pizza with with other piles of like snacks on top of that, covering the stove, and there's you know party bags everywhere. You know we didn't we didn't pick nothing up today, right? You know I said that can wait. I got tomorrow off. We we can I'll straighten up tomorrow. Today I'm I'm sitting. It was a rainy day out today. I just mm. I wanted to sit and play a game, and uh, that's what I did. Son built some Legos. It was it was good. All worked out. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. 
What about you, man? What'd you do on this short week? Um, not a whole lot more, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, so the big thing was, I think the beginning of like the weekend for us was Thursday night was the Chiefs game. And my wife is now a full-blown football fan, Trees. So God help guess, us all. Guess who won, buddy? Not the Chiefs. <laughs> my my good old Lions. You know, yeah. just when I give up on the Lions, they come up. But they did win in Lions fashion, though. They were I was, about a point. <laughs> well, they never win. Lion. The, Lions like Lions are, the Lions have some caliber behind them. That coach looked like he was fucked up, though. Like... I would not want to piss him off. He looks like he would no. suplex your ass. Yeah. He made statements that led me to believe that like people were getting threatened if they weren't going to win this game. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, as you know, I used to be uh, um, a big Lions fan my whole mm-hmm. life. And about two years ago, I just I, I cut off football cold turkey. Like in general, NFL, I just couldn't. I couldn't stand the the presentation of it anymore. I got Every you. time I turned it on, it was just a commercial. And then I'd wait through the commercial with my limited time. And then I'd watch a snap. And then they'd go back to eight minutes of commercials. Yep. And I'm like, and the Lions would lose all time and disappoint me. So I was like, you know what? I'm taking a few years off. I'm taking Smart. a few years off. And I, I have. And then everybody's been telling me this year. Because all my friends do the draft shit, you yep. know, so they Same all here. keep track of everything. Yeah. And so they all will tell me to get back on the um, the Lions. They have a big game. And I said, if they win this game against the, the Super Bowl champs, yep. I will um, I will get me a new hat. And then they won. So now I got to get me a new hat. Get- <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, I'm not a big football fan. Um, I like the game. But I'm not like into the statistics and all of the when I say statistics, I mean specifically of like player stats, game stats, league stats, that part I don't care about. I care about the play to play when I'm just watching the game as a form of entertainment. And that was a very good game to watch because it was pretty much even most of the game. Um, it was really funny, like I said though, to see like, our coach, Andy Reid, is, like, chunky. He looks like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> He's a tubby motherfucker, and he looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> and then the Detroit Lions coach is, like, chewing tobacco. He looks like... Like he used to be in wrestling and he's all like right. vascular and, and taught really? and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't seen him. I haven't followed anything. <laughs> oh, motherfucker so I'm gonna, is I'm cut. Have to look him up. And he's wearing one of those like nylon kind of like tight shirts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is he old? Old or young? Mm, he's old. I'll look him up. Yeah, he's I'll in look. his 50s I know at these. least. Yeah. I should know these things. He's probably a former pro ball player. But anyway. So that was a fun game. I was on call during that time, and it was National Beer Day, Trees. And I didn't get to have a beer because I was on call. And it's a good thing I didn't do it because I did get a call. (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah, so I had to leave the game for a minute to go help someone out with um, their settings. (laughs) And in classic IT fashion, I'm like... Well, why didn't this work? Oh, well, they're not supposed to have this setting, but they did. So 
it broke. That sucks. And I'm like, well, why couldn't I fix it? And they're like, well, you're supposed to have access to flip this switch here, but you don't. So that sucks too. So sorry. <laughs> so you couldn't have solved their problem. And I was like, well, that would have been nice to know before I, you know, tried for like 45 minutes. But she was thankful, right? Like, yeah, she could see I was trying. I was trying all kinds of different keyboard shortcuts and stuff to get the software to do what she wanted it to do. But um, yeah, but it kind of stings a little when your coworker comes in and helps you. That is, I'm immortally grateful. But when she fixes it in like 35 seconds, you're like, fuck. <laughs> but I didn't have access to fix it the way she did it. So it wouldn't nah. have mattered. But anyway. <clears throat> and then this weekend, um, let's see. I have been playing a lot of games. Uh, just one game, actually. Um, okay. But uh, give me one sec. I'm very glad you didn't have to hear that. Um, but uh, let's see. On Saturday, yesterday, we uh, we actually had um, so football season started here. So autumn's cheerleading. So we had a cheerleading game at eleven. It's still pretty warm here, though. So it was like 87 degrees out, which 87 with a high sun at 11 o'clock, mm. not the most fun, right? And the football right. players are definitely struggling. So, um, but it's last year, oh, sorry. Pr pretty hot here too. Still humid, humid yeah. more than anything yeah. actually. So, and last year they were doing for seventh graders. This year they're doing for sixth graders. So the fifth, sixth crowd. So um, as my, my father-in-law put it, he was like, it was just fucking brutal to watch. They're so clumsy. <laughs> They're so, they so don't have their shit together. But, but yeah, so we got to watch that. And I got mm. to talk to one of the dads out there because um, I'm planning a fun um, birthday party for Autumn because her birthday is coming up in a couple weeks and um, planning a fun day for her. For her birthday. And I'm not going to talk about it now because I want to talk about it when we do it. But it's looking good. I'm, I'm pleased with how it's all coming together. So, um, good. But yeah, so we did that. And then we did that thing where, oh, Jules came to me and she was like at halftime. And she was like, so we're going to go take all the girls, the cheerleader girls to the pool for one more hurrah. So I thought the pool's <laughs> closed on Labor Day. But a couple of our pools are actually staying open till the end of the month. Okay. So I was like, okay. She was like, I'm going to take them to the pool after this. So I've had all the parents drop them off. And I was like, okay. And she goes, <clears throat> but I just, we need to feed them. So I'm just going to get on the Pizza Hut app and order a bunch of pizzas, okay? And no offense <laughs> to my wife, but I want you to know what immediately went through my head, okay? Yeah. My wife's going to just spitball how many larges she needs. And without looking mm -hmm. at any deals or anything like that, she's just going to order that many larges. So if she needs pizza eight cheese pizza. pizzas, she'll just order eight cheese pizzas. And if yeah. pizza wants to charge her $175 mm -hmm. for it, that's a Fred problem to figure out the yes. budget. That's not, a, that's not a Julie problem. Yeah, pizza adds up quick. Especially if you don't do their deals. So, Trees, you ready for a proud yeah. dad moment? Yeah, what'd you do? I was like, honey, you've been, you're, you're coaching. 
The coach couldn't show up that day, so my wife was doing it alone. However, her friend, who is also a coach, um, brought her daughter, and her daughter is like, I think she's JV, high school cheerleading. Okay. And yeah, she whips them into shape. I'm always, I'm always very pleased when she's around because the girls like, you know, they're attentive. They do good cheerleading. So I said, honey, you've been doing this by yourself. The coach has the day off. You know, you've been doing your own. You're stressed. You're going to have to go to the pool. You're going to have to watch these girls. Cause you know, my ass ain't, ain't going to hang out at the pool. I fucking mm-hmm. hate sun. I hate pools. I'm not going to go like, fuck that. Um, and there was that one dad and he, he wasn't nefarious. I want to make this clear. He's a genuinely nice guy. But you know the dad who's too eager to go to that kind of event? Mm-hmm. He's like a bunch of teenage girls doing cheerleading stuff, and he's not creepy. I want to make this very clear. Right. No, I, I, I have people like that in my life, But too. he They're was like, I got a suburban in. with nine seats. Let me take the girls there. And then he goes, and I want to just make sure everything's cool. So I'll just hang out in the shade, read a book. He's going to read a book, probably Vonnegut or something. And he's like, and I'll just make sure I'm there if you need anything. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm not threatened by him in mm-hmm. any stretch. He's a nice guy. But I'm like, I don't know why that's what you would want to do. But if you want to do that, my wife could use the help. <laughs> yep. So, um, but I was like, honey, let me get the pizzas and let me go pick them up and bring them to you so you don't have to wait for delivery. And she was like, thank mm. you. That is so awesome. So, Trees, you ready for my proud moment? I get on the Pizza Hut app. Because, yeah, we have an account. And um, too. And they had a deal, two large one toppings for 16 bucks. So, eight bucks a piece. And Julie told mm. me for the cheer squad, they needed six large pizzas. Right? That's no small order, no matter where you're ordering from. Right. I am pleased to announce, yeah, I got six large pizzas, three cheese, one hamburger, because you always got to have the hamburger pizza, and two pepperonis for 48 bucks, man. Oh. Yep. This guy. When I went and picked up, even the the manager or owner or whatever, you can tell because he's the only one not in a pizza uniform. He looks completely different. Yeah. How'd you get away with this? And I did the pay at store. And so he went to ring it up and he goes, whoa. And he wasn't rude. He was like, whoa, you made out like a bandit, my man. And I was like, yeah. He goes, it almost cost me that much to make them. And I was like, man, they almost, thanks. they almost, they almost hired you. Right. You know, when they hire like a, yeah. a guy that's real good at hacking security yep. and the bank hires them. Right. Dude, they yeah. almost, pizza almost hired you to fix their coupon system. They, they should have. So Cause like, the only thing they got to do is stop those deals from triggering multiple times. But I will tell you, <laughs> as somebody who has, you know, tried to order McDonald's and wanted to do multiple deals, and as somebody who's done GameStop where they stop multiple deals, if you stop the multiple deals, I'm not going to buy. And realistically, if you're going to do $8 pizzas, you right. want more, right? You need them to buy more so you can even out that profit margin, right? Mm. So even though he only made probably the same as me ordering two standard large pizzas, he still made profit, right? So he wants me to come to him again if I'm going to buy six larges, right? Like, he doesn't fucking care. But, and I was a good guy. I, I, I tipped him 10 bucks. Like, I gave him 10 bucks and I was like, you know, hopefully, like, you know, 
the afternoon crowd can hang with that. But, and so I went and dropped off all the pizzas at the pool. And the way those girls like leaped out of the pool and just grabbed pieces, it was trees. It was, it was violent. There were, there were, Julie's sitting there. She's like, no, Brie, bring back that slice. Do not jump in the pool with a piece of pizza in your hand. No, come back here, girls. You have to sit at the table. And we had tables. And I got, I was, I was smart, Trees. I asked him, I was like, you know, I'm bringing this to a bunch of cheerleaders that are going to be really hungry. Can you give me like a stack of plates and, and, and napkins? And he goes, normally, my friend, I can't, but you said the magic word cheerleaders and we all love cheerleaders. So for the sake of the cheerleaders, here you go. And he gave me a bunch of plates and and napkins. I'm going to go out on a limb trees and say, had I said anything other than cheerleaders, he would have said the same thing. Only he would have replaced cheerleaders with whatever I said. Right. Right. Unless I'd said like convicts. Right. But if I said like soccer kids, he would have been like, well, normally I won't, but for the soccer kids, of course I'll do it. Right. Like, Yeah. So, so I went and dropped all that off. I also was super cool because, um, that dad who was overly helpful, he was like, man, I could go for a sub sandwich. And I was like, you know, there's Jersey Mike's right next to pizza hut. And I was kind of craving one too. He goes, yo, can I throw you some cash and have you get me a sub? And I was like, sure, man. He goes, well, I'm kind of a picky eater. So I want only certain things on my sub. I was like, that's fine. Texted it out, got him his sub. He was happy Mm -hmm. too. Julie said he talked to them too, which she doesn't want to talk to young kids like about fucking no. pool shit. Yeah, so yeah. it was money well spent. And then I didn't have to do anything. I went home and played video games after I had a really nice sub, right? And I looked like the good guy, right? So you look like the good guy, Fred. You were the good guy. There you go. I even came back an hour later and said, hey, give me all the pizza. That hasn't been eaten, right? Like, you mm-hmm. don't want that sitting at the pool. She goes, that is really thoughtful of you. Like, I never would have thought of that. That's awesome. Here you go. So, by the way, Trees, if you want some pizza, we got f- fucking... Those girls weren't interested in eating pizza as much as everyone led us to believe. Because there were, I think, yeah. like three and a half pizzas left over. I'm good. I've had two weeks in a row of sheet pizza. Oh. That's been just... All week long, just eating, picking away at sheet pizza. There you go. So I'm, I'm good. I respect that. Um, but, all right. Um, and then that night, um, Jules was like, "Hey, you know my friend who likes to get drunk a lot?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "She's coming over. We're gonna play some games." I'm like, "Okay." So fun, fun. But it was pretty fun. We played a game that I wasn't expecting. She's always got the board game. She's that friend. Right, who always brings over the board game that she wants you to play. She's only having fun when she's playing a board game, but she's also hyper competitive. So if you start beating mm. her at it, she like flips the fuck out. Doesn't like it. But I got to give her she credit. She was super pleasant, and she brought a game over. I forgot what it was called, but what it was was like you would pick a card, and there were four choices on the card, like restaurants, horror movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then there was a wheel with letters on it. And you would start the timer, like the game automatically had a timer, right? And it would be like, let's say you picked horror movies. You could say like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you'd push down the T button and you'd hit the buzzer, right? And you guys keep going around in a circle. And then whoever hasn't picked one, when the buzzer goes, the person next to them, the person who answered before that, 
gets the point in the card. And we played that for a while, and it was super fun. I have no idea what that game's called, but it was a cool concept. And I understand that's like, right, like that's a popular game made to a board game, Mm. but it was fun. And in short, usually the nights where I have to worry about this person, no, it was super fun. It it ended at a timely manner, right? She came over at like seven with her family and everybody had a good time. No drama, no craziness, <laughs> no one blotto. I got a 24 ounce Miller Light trees and got a little shooter of bourbon. And over from like seven to 10 p.m., that's what I drank. It's good times. Got good my times. little buzz on, played a board game with them. And then at 10 o'clock, she was like, oh, I'm tired. It's time to go home. And I was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, I got to get my video game on. But yeah. So, but yeah. So that was fun. And then today, we went to the Corgi Bar. Here we go. Yeah. I was a good boy, though, Trees. Earlier in the day, I did get to the pool and did my mile swim. So I do a mile swim every Sunday. So Mm -hmm. I got my mile swim in. That was good. And then I came uh-huh. home and my wife got was in charge of lunch and she got us black bean hamburgers with um, a chopped salad and some roasted veggies. And I fucked it that up. <laughs> and then I was still hungry, right? Because I'd swam a fucking mile and veggies yeah. don't have any carbs. They kind of don't. So like I, I just... Grabbed a whole fucking burrito tortilla out of the fridge. Mm-mm. It was a low-carb one, but still, it had plenty of carbs. High in fiber. And I just, like, stuffed the whole fucking thing in my mouth. It was so good. <laughs> but, but anyway, so we went to the Corgi meetup. It was fun. You know, I mean, you know Corgis, right? They're short little yeah, know, muscular yeah. dogs with the Batman Very ears cute. and the big butts. It was my go-to in Nintendogs. So oh, there you go. Corgis. And any any Cowboy Bebop fan respects the Corgi, but like, but it was funny watching them all just run around. You'd throw a tennis ball and like 15 of them just going crazy, right? So that was fun. And the bar does a great thing. Your cover is only for your dogs. So the cover is normally 10 bucks a dog. I think I've talked about this before and you mm-hmm. have felt sorry for me before, which you're probably feeling right now. Um, so you don't pay, we didn't pay cover for me, Autumn, Jules, but um, we paid, it was supposed to be $10 per dog, but we only paid $5 a dog because they're corgis. Mm-hmm. And so we got in for 10 bucks and then we got the stamp and the stamp gave us half off beer. Trees. Oh boy. Jules and I each had three beers. I have never gone to go pay my bar tab on six bar beers. And just so you know what beers we had, we had like local microbrews, nothing heavy, but like there was an Oktoberfest in there. We had an Oktoberfest. I think Jules had a wheat and I had just a standard Pilsner. And then I think we started with like the slightly heavier one. It was like a brown ale. Um, okay. But I've never gone to pay the, well, I, I mean, I have before here, but like I love going to pay the tab on six beers. And she's like, it's 18 bucks. Yeah, that's wonderful. That felt good. That mm. felt great. I gave her I, I gave her 12 bucks. I was like, you know what? Here, here's a twelve dollar tip. Like, thank yeah. you. Right? Like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay it forward to the to the yes. servers. So yeah, that's what you always do. Um, but it was great. Like this bar, 
I think I've talked about it before and you've been embarrassed about it before, but like there are these people called pup tenders or whatever and their job is to like make sure the dogs don't like fuck each other and make sure there's no fights and they pick up the dog shit when the dogs like shit on the floor and the owners don't go grab it. For the record, only one of our dogs shit and I grabbed it the moment I saw it and I picked up a couple other owners shit because they were terrible owners but our dogs were playing with them so I felt partially responsible. Are they just like pumping air freshener into that place no it's outside it's outside oh it's outside yeah i should stress this is outside yeah when you say bar my vision is this bar with just corgis run around everywhere (laughs) yeah no it is an outdoor bar there is an indoor air-conditioned seating area but it is no dogs allowed believe it or not and yes there are people who go and just hang out at the dog bar in the indoor, no dogs allowed area. Um, so this is outside. They have various little play areas for them to play with. There's a pool for them to jump into. There's a bunch of playgrounds. And there's a bunch of fake AstroTurf. And there's like little posts with poop bags all over the place. And then there's a bunch of watering stations. And then there are dog tenders or whatever they call them or pup tenders. And their job is to just make sure the dogs don't attack each other, fuck each other. And if somebody like, yeah, leaves a dog turd or something, they go pick it up. So, of course, I tip them as well. Right. Like, because that sounds like a shit job. Literally. Yeah. But anyway, we went and had a good time with that. Lots of super cute corgis. There was one basset hound. And, you know, my wife's always wanted the trifecta, the wiener dog, the corgi, mm-hmm. and the basset hound. Today did not help. It was the sweetest basset hound you've ever seen. He wasn't loud. He didn't howl or anything. And he was just super cute. He was hanging out with us the whole time. So there was that one. There was a real posh corgi that had like a, <laughs> she was like super cute. And she had like a, a red bandana on and a full tail. And she walked like on her twinkle toes, right? So she was... <laughs> She was super posh. And there was also a really incredible looking Alaskan Husky who just towered over all the corgis and just acted like it was better than everybody else. And it probably was. So, but we had a good time. And that leads us up. That's what counts. Yeah, that leads us straight up to here. Oh, I mean, right before we went, we, um, we had a really healthy meal. Trees, I know you're a big proponent of super healthy meals. There's nothing you if like it, more yeah, than two servings of steamed healthy. veggies and a and a baked butterless cod mm-hmm. to get you ready to go to the bars on a Sunday night, right? I mean, if it's not healthy, I'm not eating it. Right. And that's just how yeah, I live my life. It's just how I figure you will not I don't try to t- tell other people how to live their life, but listen, if it's not healthy. And I'm not going, not going in this body. I'm not going to lie, my friend, mm-hmm. the moment this show's over, and I'm not counting down the minutes or anything, but the moment this show's over, I am going to fuck up that bag of Cheetos upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be victims. I mean, the truth is, the truth is I'm, I'm drinking Mountain Dew right now, and I'll probably finish off the Lucky Charms when mm-hmm. I go upstairs before bed. It's probably Man after I'm my own be. heart. Yeah. I also had a little mini bag of trolley sour worms from Pax. They gave them away as freebies. Oh. And I did eat that right at the beginning of the show. 
Hmm. Don't tell anybody. I won't. But yeah, so, but long story short, that was my week. (laughs) And it was a good weekend, though. It was good. I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go back to work. Like, no one wants to go back to work, but like. But you're ready. I could face Monday. Monday's going to be no problem. Nice. So, looking forward to it. I should also mention, because I forgot to mention until you mentioned it. Because I know I had a busy, I've been having sports going, so it's a busy weekend. And I want to leave my daughter up, but she cheered her first football game Friday night. Oh, shit. I totally okay. forgot about that. So I was at the high school for the football game and uh, watching my, my daughter. And they got the new stadium at the high school. And, nice. Uh, they're trying hard to be like a Texas town. You know what I mean? They yeah. The, 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 the lights are synchronized when we get a touchdown. And Friday night lights. The yeah. Stadium, yeah, the stadium lights. So they like flick around and all types of stuff. And uh, I don't even know if we won because I left uh, <laughs> after halftime. I watched my I watched my daughter cheer the halftime routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son was off with his friends. He brings a football to the game. Mm-hmm. Like he wears his, like in our town, like he wears his jersey the day of like. Yeah. Before a game, yep. high school or whatever. So he's already decked out in his purple and his jersey. And he brings a football and he just eventually finds a friend in the crowd and then they're off. Yep. And then all the kids are on the lawn while the game's going on, just tossing footballs around. So he's doing totally that. Totally right there with my, you. Yeah. My wife's in heaven because she's with all the other chair moms. Mm-hmm. And she's also doing other various football businesses. And talking, and then it's me sitting there on my phone, occasionally looking up, and then yawning and falling asleep. And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm gonna go. So, so I how's seen, the high I school football team, or do you not watch the game? Because like, so if they're entertaining enough, I can watch it. Uh, it was a good game. That's I good. was just tired because I worked that day. I worked oh, all day. right, yeah. And I go right from work to picking him up to right at home to change him. And then my, you know, because my wife does, it's like get to the field early, like an hour before the game starts. And then with up there, I'm still in my work clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm the, done. The whole Friday night thing makes it tougher. When it when it's hitting 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. and you're sitting there sweating in the humidity and you're just like, yeah, I haven't been home since like 7 a.m. It's like, yeah. I want to go home. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so. So I do enjoy watching the games when I'm uh, when I'm like awake for them. Sure, <laughs> but uh, I think they won. They were doing, and they look like they were going to get creamed. Uh, but they were doing really good. Good comeback I story. I like that. And they were getting creamed. <laughs> I mean, we thought they were going to get creamed. Is what I should right. say. But they they look like they're doing well. But uh, yeah, I left. But I I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to talk about my, my son's first weekend. Oh, my son's game and not mention my daughter had her first. Yeah, no, and that's awesome. Cheerleading, you know, and she did well. And uh, and I'm not going to lie, we, we're all in like football spirit over here because I wasn't yeah. going to mention it either, but the other night we watched Varsity Blues. Like, and I know that's just a stupid Varsity thing, but like, Blues. yeah, that was Varsity Blues only mattered if you were in high school when it came out, and we were, so... Right, don't like, tell me how to live my life. <laughs> I don't remember much about that movie. I just remember him. I remember West Canaan, uh, Texas may have been the opportunity of your lifetime, but I don't want your life. Yeah, don't a young Paul Walker, God rest his soul. Life. Um, 
out there the rocking Vayner. it with Ali Larder. The one of the few. The I'm Vayner not usually into blondes, but damn, our Ali Larder is stunning. The whole whipped cream Vanderbeek. bikini scene. Is that Vanderbeek. Yep, that? James Vanderbeek's in it don't, from Dawson's Creek. Don't tell me how to leave my life. And a young Amy Smart is his girlfriend, also named Jules, which is Amy significant because that's my wife's <clears throat> name. And so, yeah, it's a good movie. My wife Ooh. is like, you are way more into this movie than I am. And I was like, yep. <laughs> I just keep saying the same line. Don't tell me how to leave my... Yeah. Yep, that's that was, that was kind of Vanderbeek's... I mean, obviously, okay. Dawson's Creek was his big one, but everyone remembers that line you're reciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even saying it right, but I just remember that twang. He had the, the yeah, twang he, going on. He kind of got that Texas twang pretty well because it was subtle, right? Mm. Like, if you listen to other people, like, Paul Walker sounds like straight out of California. He's like, yeah, bro, what's up? Like, let's go fucking yeah, do some Texas football. Am I right? And yeah, Allie Larder, I don't even think she tries. She, actually, she does try. She's kind of got it pretty well, too. Most of them get it. Paul Walker doesn't end, what is it, James Kahn's son? Who, he would go on to be a better, like, he's a more popular actor. Yeah. I forgot his name, but James Kahn's son looks just like him. But he's in it as the character Tweeter. And he doesn't seem to try too much either. Like, he's got a Texas Tweeter. accent, but as much as, like, you and me, if we were just, like, stuck on the side of the road, someone was like, quick, you're doing a Texas accent, and we're like, okay. <laughs> because this is Ryan. Yeah. So. But yeah, so. All right, well, I think with that, are we ready mm -hmm. to switch into game mode? This is a podcast, after all, about video games. Many may not we, know that, but. They, I, yeah, they probably don't. <laughs> we forget to mention it all the time. So, but, all right. Well, then I, I guess we will uh, kick it off. So I texted you uh, pretty sh shortly after we did our show on Tuesday, because if you remember, Wednesday was my actual birthday. Yeah. September Which, 6th. By the way, and it was, happy it was also the release date of Starfield on Game Pass. Yep. So I wrote you and said, Listen, I said, from now until probably our next show, the only game I'm probably going to play is this. So if you want to do the same, because <laughs> I know you'll probably dabble in it. Oh, I yeah. said, we can, just, we can just do that, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and I think we both stayed good to that, that agreement. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's all I've played. And, um, you know, I, I hate to do this, but I think we should just say right now, like, we're just going to be talking about Starfield for the rest of this episode. And yes. I understand we're usually not on the cusp of the zeitgeist, right? Like, we don't, but we do play games that we're interested in right when they come out. Mm -hmm. But we're not always trying to talk about the newest games. And I'm sure some of you out there, especially if you're not playing Starfield, are sick of hearing about this. So, you've been kind of forewarned. What I will say <laughs> is that I wonder if we don't talk about things that perhaps other people aren't talking about because, I don't know, you and I have different perspectives ourselves. Yeah, and we I mean... kind of look at this game with a different set of eyes and it's pretty open, right? Like... 
I don't quite know what we're about to talk about. <laughs> right. Like I, you know me, I see th- things through a very different lens and a lot of, you know, game journalists talk about a much, I think a, a deeper layer to games than I see mm-hmm. a lot of times. You know what I mean? So they, you know, as you know, someone can talk a half an hour on the, some deep shit and I'll just be like, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, I shot this guy in the face <laughs> Yes. and, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yes. so I don't know if people like that or they don't like that, but I tend to think a lot of people think more along my lines. Sometimes. I would agree. <laughs> than like, I would agree. Know, I think <clears throat> shit. I almost think that, and this we'll just say this and then we'll move on so that I'm not so boxing too much. But I almost think that in the long run or eventually this has become a detriment Right. Because now I feel like reviewers are maybe a little too microscopic with a game. They appreciate. Mm. I'm not saying the wrong things is the wrong way to phrase it. Right. Because that's all subjective. That's all your opinion. But I feel like what the average reviewer finds important about a game these days is not what I care about. Do I have a big shit-eating grin on my face and I'm compelled to play more? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then that's it. Now, it's not to say I'm not going to observe various other aspects of the game, but at its core, that's what I'm trying to determine. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we've lost the, right, like reviewers. So when I say we, I mean reviewers. We've lost the path, right? Like we've... (laughs) We, we've lost track of what we set out to do in the beginning, which was help you people start a dialogue about a game and also to help them decide whether or not they want to buy it, right? And we've, we've really gone off the rails about that. We have agendas now. We have, we have a lot going on. So right. if you're looking to just hear us talk about playing a game, you're in luck. That's what you're going to hear. Um, I wouldn't say what we're about to discuss is going to sound a whole lot like a review, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't even know what a review is anymore. So, mm. but, yeah, but with all that beside us, so what do you think of Starfield and where are you playing Starfield? I guess it doesn't really matter. I, I right. I am playing it on Xbox, right? Right. Xbox series X. I don't play on, uh, as you know, I don't I don't have a PC that could play anything. Well, so, you could yeah. cloud it up on that PC. No, <laughs> no. Why would I do that? Um, yeah, I don't know either. So yeah, I'm playing it on uh, Series X, and well, and it looks great, right? It does, but it does. For the well, record, I'm playing on PC. Still looks great, but I've seen it on Series X, and it does look great. So if if um, you know the boil it down so mm-hmm. far, right? Um, you know, in the beginning when I said I had concerns being a No Man's Sky player, yeah, those those concerns were instantly. Uh, alleviated, dashed, yeah, 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 yeah. This is when I no, realized, no man's sky. This right? ain't even 
Yeah, no, they don't even come close. This is um, and it, it sound. This is not a knock, by the way. Mm-hmm. But this is Fallout Skyrim in space, right? With a dabble of Borderlands, but yes, I see your point. I think there's a yeah, little it, bit of like not only the damage numbers popping off the characters, which you have to turn on or off in the options. But with that, plus all the loot, it dabbles mm-hmm. in Borderlands or looter shooter kind of stuff. But yes, at the end of the day, this is the next evolution. And I don't even know if it's much of an evolution. This is the next mm-hmm. iteration, right, of exactly what you just said. Of your Skyrims, your Fallouts, your your Bethesda games, right? This is one, their next one. Once you get past the um, space stuff. Mm-hmm. You are opening a do- opening a door, going into a bunker, cleaning it out, <laughs> and looking through crates. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's what I loved about Fallout. Yeah, let know? me add one more thing. And I do think this was true of Fallout 3. I think it was less so in Fallout 4, and it was definitely true of Skyrim. And there are other examples, but... You are kind of chasing those wild stories, right? Like there's right often a weird story or a wild story payoff to just seeing where this goes. And I think mm-hmm. Starfield, as far as I've seen, and for the record, I'm roughly 11 hours in. I think that was okay. what my save said. Like it tells you how long you've been playing. I think I'm roughly the 11 hour mark. Starfield has no shortage of like, if you just see where this takes you, you're going to get a yarn spun. And most of the time, like all these games, it hits. Sometimes you're like, meh, okay. <laughs> but like, they do a pretty good job of trying to have some sort of absurd circumstance for you to take notice of if you follow mm-hmm. a plot. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, I will be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I Today was the first day I started to get real. It, it clicked a little bit with me. Um, as far as the whole experience up to today mm-hmm. has felt, I, I couldn't explain it, disjointed, but that kind of wasn't the word. It didn't have a flow to it. Agreed. Um, everything felt like, you know, so, and I'm not trying uh, to compare it to No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky flows from one thing to another, mm-hmm. right? It just does. It's like you, you take missions and you fly out. Oh, especially now, but I think what, it always had that. Yeah, and you see where you want to fly, you fly to there. And the only real loading would would be when you walked to another system. Right. But even the warp screen was sort of like you could yes. move around like it was, you know, it wasn't just like a picture with a loading bar. Um, this game is picture with the loading bar. The game y- you really can just fast travel from point to point to point. You never even really have to see space. I don't think. Correct. If you don't yeah. want to. That was very jarring for me because I was hearing about all this adventuring and all these stories in space mm-hmm. and being a space pirate. But then when I was playing it, I was clicking on a very confusing star map 
and just yes. warping to where I had to go. And I wasn't even on the star map long enough to like figure it out. I'm just like, where I don't understand how to move this thing around. And then, then it's just like, oh, fast travel. I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to because I'm just going to go here. Well, so like, you know, for me, planets and solacism didn't fail, feel far away or anything because I was just clicking on them. <laughs> yes, and, and to kind of expand on that a little bit. So to bring in the rest of the community, like that's the purpose in in Starfield as to how they designed it, right? They don't anticipate mm. you actually taking the time to fly there, a la an exploration game like No Man's Sky, because, well, I mean, people roll their eyes when I say this, but like Starfield didn't set out to make a space exploration game like No Man's Sky, and probably for good reason, because they know they'd be compared to it. And even though Bethesda's got a lot of money and resources behind it, you have to craft that vision. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Todd Howard and his team, that's the Bethesda team, aren't trying to do that. Whereas Sean Murray and his team, which would be the Star, uh, sorry, the No Man's Sky team, um, Hello Games, they were fascinated by it, right? They were passionate about it. And that doesn't mean that Bethesda can't do it. It just means that they're seeking to make two different games. And like you said, this is just another example of how this isn't that game. And you're not intended to fly there. And as evidence of that, just to bring in so that you guys can have the cliffs notes if you've been intelligent enough to stray away from the discourse online, you know, Alana Pierce, you know, former games press person, now works for Sony Santa Monica. She was like, well, no, fuck this. I want to play it like an exploration game. I'm going to fly mm. to Pluto. Right. And she did a live stream where she spent seven hours flying to Pluto and shock of the week. Surprise, surprise. When she got there, it was just fake. It just put her in a husk that didn't allow her to land or anything that represented Pluto. So the game does not intend you to do that. Hmm. And that is not the way you're supposed to play. That can be. And I'm actually, if you don't mind, let's just start right with this. So for a person like Fred, I'm not a big exploration person. No Man's Sky is not my jam, although I've played it multiple times, especially with its re with its revamps, and I appreciate what it's doing. It's just not for me, but you do appreciate what that game's doing, and that is for you. So mm. I just want to just ask you point blank, what are your thoughts on that differentiation, does that hinder Starfield to you or are you fine taking it on its own terms? I'm fine. I'm fine taking it for it on its own terms. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, again, uh, today's stuff started to click with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, just like any Bethesda game, like once you, you kind of roll with its punches. <laughs> yes. Don't fight it too much. It's it's fine. Yeah, you, know? you are. Yeah, that's a good point, though. I want to mention this. If you haven't played a Bethesda game, and many haven't in a long time, a lot of people skipped Fallout 4. And even though Skyrim was this phenomenon, Skyrim is like 15 years old now, right? Like, so... Mm. Like, people forget that, like, we haven't done this in a while. 
And Bethesda games really want you to take them on their own terms, right? Like, don't try to force a Bethesda game to do something it wasn't designed to do. It's not gonna be the most pleasant experience, in my opinion. Right. Right. So. Um, so... I'm trying to think where where to like even start with this game, right? So the other thing that was tough for me was Mm -hmm. I I tried playing it like Mass Effect for a little bit. Okay. With the third person. Oh, okay. Over the shoulder. I couldn't do it though. Yeah, you can go first or third. I've done first the whole time. I'm too, it's too ingrained in me. Yeah. uh, the, The first person, you know? Plus, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I tried playing like recently. I tried playing Oblivion in third person, and I definitely tried playing Fallout Four in third person. Right, and it was not a pleasant experience. It's not not good. So I just knew better than to do it. <laughs> nice, but yeah. Um, so one, the game looks great. I I love the style of it. I love the look of the ships and the in the bases in the equipment mm-hmm. and stuff. So, right, what was the term? Um, how would use there, Todd? How would use? Oh, like NASA punk. Yeah, yeah, it's such a silly thing, but I understand what they mean. Like, you know, if you look at NASA type stuff from satellites to spaces, yeah. whatever, you know. Um, Everything has that sort of look. There's a lot of like little beams and gold foil. And, it's um, very sterile. <laughs> it's very yes. bland. But, but it's purpose. also very scientific and clean, right? Like, yes. 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 Right? Like it feels safe, right? When mm-hmm. they show it to you, you're like, fuck yeah, that is what those astronauts need to be doing. That is the atmosphere, not literal atmosphere. I'm talking like conceptual. Mm-hmm. That is like the look and feel of what I expect a NASA station space station to look like, right? You're like they're get those are scientists getting science shit done. That's right. <laughs> and that is what is required to do it. But Starfield does allow itself to to wane from that a little, right? There's a little cyberpunk, right? Mm-hmm. I I there's Early on, like one of the the first things I can say, and and I think we're kind of in like just to give this a little direction because we usually don't do something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're kind of in the aesthetics talk, and so if you're cool with it, I'm just gonna keep spitballing yes. with this. But there are areas where you can where you see people who are cybernetically enhanced, and you can do it yourself, right? Like one of the earliest missions has a guy who I don't know if you've done a lot of exploring. I'm going to go out on a limb and say trees has, but like there's a dude who's like, yo, do you want to modify yourself? We can modify you in different ways. And it's very cyberpunk esque, mm-hmm. right? You can do little modifications and he's got chips in his face or he's got like a fake arm or something. And so they definitely lean into that, but also like, what is it called? Atlas or new Atlantis? I think it's new Atlantis. Yeah. New Atlantis. I, I picked uh, the perk with my parents being alive, so I went and visited them, and I think that's where they are. And I know that's where they are. That's also right. where 
Oh, what are they called? The constellation or whatever, the group you join as part of the main plot. That's where they are. And there's definitely a lot of like, right? There's a lot going on there. There's this weird like biome kind of concept, but there's also a little cyberpunk mixed in. There's a lot of industrialization, which actually is more prevalent on other planets. And then they do whip a little religion in there, right? Like there's there's some there's some heavy religious stuff embedded in this shit. Like you don't have to engage with it if you don't want to, but it's definitely there. Right, right. So I yeah. I like New Atlantis because I'm like, the only thing missing from this place is the fucking Epcot ball. <laughs> like I just felt like I was oh walking around God. Epcot center. Yeah. Yes. You it's are just, absolutely just Epcot. right. Yeah, it was just missing. I said, for a joke, they should have just put like a big ball as a centerpiece in this place. I think that would have made me laugh. Well, I said something to the same effect because Julie was watching me play and she goes, oh my God, what is that? Are you at a theme park? Are you getting on a tram or something? I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's the most exciting ride this theme park has to offer. Hilarious. It's true, yeah. too. Like, the tram's yeah. the most interesting thing that's going on on New Atlantis. Um, also, just in case people are wondering, I just want to mention this real quick so that if you haven't, if you don't want to look it up, here's the Cliff's Notes. The Xbox Series X version is basically running the equivalent to a hybrid of, like, high and ultra settings with a little medium mixed in from the PC side. On the PC side, I'm just running everything at high. There was just like a pre-thing for high and it was staying above 60 frames a second the whole time. So I'm playing it there and I have heard tons of performance complaints. And unlike Hogwarts Legacy, I have had none of those problems. I don't have a whole lot of traversal stutter. If it's there, I don't see it. Um, I haven't had a lot of performance issues and I'm just playing the game like a console game. Um, what I'm trying to say here, Trees, is you and I are visually seeing roughly the same thing. The same thing. I can crank it up more if I want to. And if I want to drop the frame rate to 30 frames a second like you, which also to address that, these Bethesda games we largely played in the past at 30 frames right. a second. This is not your hardcore Call of Duty fucking action shooter. You'll be no. fine you won't even fucking notice it. And if you do, you're trying really hard to notice it. Trust me. Yeah. You'll like, be fine but, wherever you want to play it. The PC and like is... Said, yeah. And like I said, on the on the Xbox version, it doesn't even matter. There's no options for anything. Mm-hmm. There's no options for any... That's a good point. Yeah. No. You, it just is what it is. Like, it just you go is into what the it settings, is. Yep. Yeah. You go in the settings and it's like... You want subtitles? Like, there's no performance. Or no, graphics no, they didn't have two nothing. modes. They people are talking about they might throw it in later, but I don't care. Whatever. I think it looks great the way it is. Yes. Um, but I never complain about that stuff much, anyways. The HDR yeah. is a little goofy on Xbox. They have native HDR support on PC. It's that auto HDR, but it works the same way. The reason I say it's a little goofy is especially on my OLED, which is really big on the blacks. Um, there's this little, like, I don't know what I'd call it, like a hue of light, like a Vaseline lens almost, that like everything's just a little bit brighter than it needs to be. 
but they've confirmed that this is natively how the Bethesda team decided to make this game's aesthetics look. And I'm not saying you have to be okay with it, but I'm willing to take this game on face value. I feel like Mm. maybe that's like the theme of all this. And we can circle back to this at the end. But right, isn't that the kind of the case, Trees? Like, you can fight this game on Mm -hmm. anything it's doing, but it's not going to go well for you. If you just embrace this game for what it is and have no preconceived expectations... Yeah. Then it, I think you'll have a better time with it. It it's honestly like from the the inventory mess to everything else, it really it really is like a fallout situation. Sure. The um, the similarities but, to yeah, Fallout is overwhelming but, when you break it but, down. But I think I'm in uh, you'll agree that I love Fallout. Like Fallout Agreed. 3 I think was the peak. You know, I would say New of, Vegas, of but not Bethesda. So I get you. Fallout Three yeah. was a fantastic game, though. I put a lot of time in the Fallout. Oh three. yeah. Um. So when I you put like, like a hundred hours into Fallout Three. I played all the yeah. DLCs. So yes, yeah, I'm with I, you. I think I I was in the hundred forty hour mark somewhere. Oh, yeah. I think. Um. <laughs> but there was, but but like because you liked it so much, like you, you get used to the systems, even if they're bullshit and Bethesda games, the game for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And this goes for Skyrim too. It's like the inventory management is brutal. Like if any game ever needed, if any game ever needed a junk button, (laughs) like sell all junk. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't implemented one yet. Everybody else has. But there was a lot of junk in in, in oh Starfield. Oh God! They get and you get uh, over encumbered so fast, dude. I have not been like not encumbered once <laughs> in this game. I just walk around encumbered. Oh, like, you think that's you kind of still move? You just yes. can't fast travel, but you can still get around pretty fine. And you burn oxygen. By the way, the whole oxygen CO two thing is a little goofy. Also, once you're getting used to it, so. Real quick, just to that end, like Starfield has a lot of things like the, what what would we call it? Like the, the buttons and the bar graphs and stuff like that that are associated with space travel. The same is true mm-hmm. of like traversal. There's a lot of things that look more sophisticated than they are. So when you see your oxygen CO2 gauge, that's just a sprint button gauge. Yes. It's nothing more. It just looks more complicated. And the same thing's yep. true of like a lot of your settings, not all, but a lot of your settings on your ship. Right? Like they look fancier than they are. They're not doing anything too significant. Well, maybe significant's the wrong word. They're doing things significant. They're not doing anything too complicated. They just mm-hmm. look complicated because they're really good with UI and interface and stuff. So it looks cool, but it's just very basic concepts. Mm-hmm. And yes, I um, I play a stealth character, Trees. I'm usually okay. a stealth character who often uses persuasion. This is no exception. And so ideally, I want to be sitting under 100 mass. 
which I'm sure you'll attest, is quite a challenge in Starfield if you give a flying fuck about picking anything up. Oh my god. Because you're like even, 71 mass just with your gear. <laughs> I was going to say, even just having your default gear. Yes. Like, in other words, like you have to have a space suit. You have to have a helmet. helmet you have to have a pack. You have to have that. You have to have a weapon. Backpack. Yeah. And then and maybe just having one type of each weapon. Yes. If you want a rifle, a pistol, a shotgun. Oh, no, I do not laser. roll with that. I roll with three weapons. One melee, two shoot. Shooty shooties. That's all I can and, do um, if I want to stay light. That's what I was going to say. If you if you have all that, not me, dude. <laughs> I have like three pistols, two rifles, two shotguns, my mining laser. <laughs> a partridge in a pear tree. I have everything. I'm just encumbered. <laughs> I don't care. But what's and funny most is, people are, right? Encumbrance is a major issue i wouldn't say it's, it's always issue. been that way it's a major thing in in fall in in sorry in starfield just like it was everywhere else you're I just think, heavy but i think a lot of these problems are alleviated through playing the game because yes. you will especially if you're going to put some time in this game um you will start filling out your skill tree and obviously mm-hmm. part of that skill tree is encumbrance like like yes. you will level that up and it won't be as bad but you just gotta put the time in to do it yeah um you know and i do like their skill tree i like how they mm-hmm. do it um you know you earn a skill point for every level you go up mm-hmm. and so say there is a pistol skill and you unlock it it's level one of that skill and in order to get level two of that skill, you have to reach some achievement. So it's like kill 25 yes. people with a pistol. And then you become eligible to purchase the second level. So even though if you have a skill point ready to go, you can't buy the second level of the pistol skill unless you do their little little jump through a hoop. And I, I like that. I can see I like, people not liking it, but I like it. <clears throat> And that is just one skill, right? So you figure that that's one skill and there's four levels to that skill. Mm-hmm. And how many skills are on that skill tree? Ugh. A fucking a, Well, a lot. actually, I can tell you, yeah, it's five per subsect. And I think there's at least, I think it's four <laughs> subsects, but there might be five. So it's between 20 and 25, but that's just for the top layer. Right. Then there are many below it. So, yeah, you could yeah. be playing this game the rest of your life. Now, granted, they do the uh, Oblivion thing, right? They do. I um, was going to say, yes. So if you need to sprint, you know, to get your oxygen better or something, you can sprint into a wall for five minutes and walk away. And I have. And it will, yeah. Because like, I'm on like, level four oxygen... Or what is it? Fitness? I think fitness is the problem. I have no idea. All I'm my skills right now are pistols and ballistic weapons. Because <laughs> as you know, I'm a pistol guy. I play just like yeah. Mass Effect. So I am deadly with, with a pistol in this game already. And I'm only like level eight or nine. Um, but I do have, the reason I brought this up was I do have the first level of encumbrance unlocked. Mm-hmm. In, in order for me to lock unlock the second level 
you have to sprint a thousand meters with seventy five percent or more encumbrance. <laughs> and I've already hit that. I just need a skill point to unlock level two because I run everywhere out of breath. Um, but you know what? I think uh, I want to go back and and tell you what kind of character I I rolled with. Yes, let's talk about our characters. Okay, yeah, go. So I went. I wanted. To, I think I told you this. I don't know if I can't remember. If I told you. I think I was telling someone at work, but I want to try something different. I want to be a prick. Yes, you told me this. Yeah. Okay, because I'm always like a good. I, I can't help myself, but being a hero, right? You can't. I can't help myself but being the good guy. But it sounded like it would be fun in this game to be like a pirate. It just sounded oh, yeah. like it'd be fun. So I, I, you know, I made my Kratos. As you guys know, I, I have no. If it isn't a default character, uh, the best I can do with a character creator is a Kratos, right? <laughs> a bald guy with a goatee and a scar over his eye is the way to go. Um, but in this one, a little bit more options. So I, I wanted to make him a little bit more, more dastardly looking. Okay. So didn't do much. He's still a bald guy with like a little like a beard. Right, mm-hmm. um, a little scar of one eye, but then I gave him a face tattoo that nice. goes down his his chest. So and I faded it a little, you know, so it's not like crazy mm-hmm. looking. And and then uh, I run around with the they call it the mechanic jumper, but it, it but it's a prison jumper. It's like oh, hanging okay. down yes, with the I white feet underneath. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how like I'm the coveralls. Around. Yeah, yeah, it's the coveralls with the white feet underneath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's how I roll around, and I give my my responses in the in the middle, Fred. Right? I'm not uh-huh. super, I'm not straight up like f you, but whatever. Um, and I can't remember my background. I think I chose scoundrel. Okay. I believe, and I I think I did choose some traits because you don't have to choose traits. Oh, I, the didn't traits know that. Like a, I just chose to. Yeah. Yeah, they can give you. You can pick up the three, I think, traits. But yes. no, you, I only chose two because they're kind of weirdly like give a take, and the they take are. seems a lot more than the give on the traits. In many so, cases, that could be the that could be true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I forget what I chose. I think one of them was something about neon punk yep. or something. I think I chose that one where I I can't. Are you talking about the street rat one? Where you grew up on the streets of neon? neon street rat, I think yeah. so. But there's also a trait that if you're in bars or something, so I don't know. Either way, yes, yeah, I can't. Remember. I forgot what um, it was, but yeah, it was like you know the underground. So yes, yeah, so like that. Shady characters will help you achieve more in bars. <laughs> it was something like that. Um, and like you. I up my uh, I love to up my persuasion. Even though in this game it's a bit wonky, the persuasion. Yeah, I'm not quite sure got, how the I've dice got rolls work on, on persuasion. It. Yes, don't know how the dice rolls really working on that yet. Uh, but I have to get like four successful ones before I can upgrade it again. And uh-huh. I've only I've only really run into one that I've been success- successful at. So it was a low level one. Yeah, um, but I'll work on that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm trying to be a bad guy, but, uh, you know, I haven't ran into any bad guys because I'm still feeling out the game. So, um, but it was funny today that the one, 
bad thing I did. It rolled me into a weird storyline. I was literally doing a side mission, mm-hmm. and I was rolling with my side partner, and uh, there was like this thing on a desk, and it was like this cool sculpture thing. Okay. I was like, oh, that looked cool in my room, and I took it. And it was like, no one's around, mind you. Not, yeah. not one, yeah, yeah. nothing's around. But it's like, oh, the owner saw you take that. And all of a sudden, this cop rushes me. And he's just like, you're done. They, like, the game's funny because it's a scripted thing. Yeah. To do this, this whole part. But you would have thought I assassinated the president when I took this little <laughs> globe thing off yeah. of an empty desk in an empty building. And this dude's like, oh, you know, you got to come with us. Someone wants to talk to you. And then they brought me someplace. And it was a whole storyline where they want me to go undercover, infiltrate pirates. Nice. And and weed them out from the inside. But they're not really For the record, you a I know nothing of the assignment you're talking about. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. You get taken to these other, this headquarters on this ship. And oh, this I just, just I like, just want to point out, like, when I do or don't know what you're talking about, because yes. this game. Like I, I, I'm going to assume we played two just very different games and mm-hmm. I think that's probably the case, but we'll continue. But yeah. But it was just funny. Cause the dude's like, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and he's like, you can uh, help us do this or you can rot in jail for all I can. And you're like, and trees is like rot the- in jail. Sounds fucking dope. Let's do yeah, and I'm this. Like, <laughs> well, I'm like, my guy's bald with tattoos and, like, it's not a very tough story in jail. I took a paperweight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is not what I want to be in here for. <laughs> I thought I would be in here for, like, wrecking a space station and killing everybody. Meanwhile, I'm just in here with some trumped-up charges for stealing a paperweight. It was quite com- comical. to you in jail with that. And then they're like, and they brief me and they tell me what I need to do. And I'm like, okay, bet, you know. But then I tried to keep it. I I tried to keep it gangster. Like, you're gonna pay me though. <laughs> like, my shit don't come for free. And they're like, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. So, so, but I'm like, okay, well, I'm a bad boy now because I can infiltrate some pirates, I guess. But I, I am doing it for the man. But whatever. And um, then they let you go, and then you can just go about your business again. You're like, yeah, I'll get to those missions whenever I want. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's a typical Bethesda game. It's like, yeah, this is life and death. And you're like, well, yeah, but I told this guy I'd help find his Yeah, senses. I got time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm helping this guy find some eggs. I'll well, and I was... Big <laughs> plan later. So, um, real quick about my character. Mm-hmm. I rolled a little bit of a common character for me. Um, my character's a stealth character. So, stealth was one of my perks. Persuasion was another. And then like hacking or like mm. picking locks. Yep. So, you know, I, I play a rogue in most games I'm kind of doing that version of that. So, um, <clears throat> my character, what traits did I do? I did neon street rat cause mm-hmm. neon looked dope and yep, I wanted to have connections. Um, I said I had parents I don't know why parents seemed important. I give them 2% of my income, though, which, huh. yeah, that's the perk. That's the, so you the work downside. On a, so you work on a cruise ship. Yeah. Sending the money home. And Trees, you would crack up because 
I was like, trees would have a field day with this. Because you go visit your parents and they talk about how they're enjoying retirement and trying to plan a vacation. And you're like, well, this apartment's beautiful. How do you afford it? And in my mind, I'm like, I know how they afford it. Yeah. I'm fucking sending them 2% of everything. And they're planning a vacation. And he's like, yeah, it's just hard to figure out the money situation. I was like, why? I'm giving it to you. Yeah. Whatever you're figuring out, minus 2%. Like, they seem like the coolest parents ever, but they're fucking mooches. So, sorry, Gen Mm. Z. This is not what I wanted. Fuck my parents. They should be taking care of me, not the other way around. You should have been a thug rat like me. Yeah. So a street well, I, I was a street rat still. I was a street rat mm. with like seemingly rich parents who feed off of him. I was going to say, bad parents that, are, that with no consequences. Yeah. And then I'm an empath, which means I get perks emotionally when I get physical perks when I emotionally agree with the people around me. Huh. So if I make people happy, they perform in combat better, basically. <laughs> Yeah. That's very Fred of you. (laughs) It is. It is, right? Like, it's a fucking Rorschach test, for Christ's sake. Very Fred of you. That's hilarious. But, so, one thing I want to mention, because you talked about persuasion, is that this game is by far the worst version of persuasion I have ever experienced. It doesn't make any sense, and it's fucking horseshit. Is it? See, I didn't know if it's because I was missing them. Did they ever explain that system? So let let me just make a more blanket statement, but no. And they think they did. They explain it in a sentence. And this is a big thing about Starfield that people just need to know going into it. So we're going to kind of tell this as if like, yeah, we've kind of been doing this already, but we're going to assume you've never played Starfield and you're trying to assess whether or not to play it. Um. If not, then you've played Starfield and we're just helping you either deny or reaffirm the thoughts you already had. Um, So, no, like, lots of systems in Starfield are not explained at all. Mm. And it's kind of shitty. Like how to repair a fucking ship. And I know Mm. Bethesda will say, well, it's on your checklist to go talk to a ship technician. And I'm like... Yeah, but you've given us so many things to do, right? Like, this is like Mm. Skyrim on crack. This is like Ubisoft's multiple icons on the map, but taken to a whole new level. I have, I want to say, 27 active missions right now. I have a list. I definitely have a list. It is overwhelming, to say the least. And to that regard... So the way persuasion was explained to me by the game was, okay, when you go into persuasion, it's going to be based off of your persuasion level. You already have level one, so you have an advantage, right? When you, you, when you, when you, you, when you say something like you have an advantage, I'm going to assume that means I have an advantage. (laughs) From what I can tell... From looking online, and I didn't look too deep, but I was like, when I kept failing, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I need to look this up. I'm not completely convinced many people reap many of the benefits from having the persuasion trait. That doesn't mean you can't use persuasion. 
It just means that you, the trait doesn't help you achieve it like it did in previous games, right? Like you'd get to a point where your persuasion was 100% in Fallout 3 and New Vegas and stuff like that and even 4. And you just like, you knew persuasion was an option and you could just like rock it anytime you needed it. Right. This doesn't work that way. So no. they give you, when you're going to persuade, you are given a bar underneath the character that kind of shows you how many persuasion points they kind of need to have in order to be persuaded. So sometimes that's three, four, five. I don't think I've seen above five, but I'm sure it goes higher. And then you, when you persuade, you are given three opportunities to gain points. And the points show you the response you can give. And they either are green, which is apparently, from what I understand, highest priority or highest chance to succeed. Orange, which is a medium chance to succeed. And red, which is a nearly impossible chance to succeed. What is interesting, Trees, is... I did like the save scumming thing where before I went into a persuasion, I saved right before so I could keep okay. going back into the conversation. An early persuasion conversation, I don't even remember what it was. I did like six times and I could never succeed. Hmm. And I picked all greens. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So that kind of miffed me. Start encouraging. Then I was working with some space pirates. I wasn't working with them. I docked on their ship, and they were going to shoot me in the face if I uh, didn't persuade them. Oh. I tried two greens, fail, fail again. Really? I picked the red, and I immediately succeeded. Okay. Mm. Then I went to several other persuasions. I've probably done, like, six or seven of them and I've largely picked the greens and they've never succeeded. And then I was in a mission, which you may have done. Did you do any of the mining missions on Mars? Nope. I call them the total recall missions. Nope. Okay. Well, without getting too deep into it, there's a, there's a mining mission on Mars where you have a conflict situation and you can try to use persuasion to succeed, to like get out of the situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this one gave me like two greens, an orange and a red. They all usually do that. And the greens were like nitty gritty stuff. The orange was like, let's face it. Like you don't want to fight me and I don't want to fight you mm, or something. I've seen, yeah. I've yeah, seen and those. then they had the red one, which was something crazy like, I've planted a bomb in your butt, you know, and like Ugh. he's got to like <laughs> trust you on that or something. I picked two greens, they failed, and all I had left was the orange and the red, and I had one more chance, and I just picked the orange, and I was supposed to get five points, but I only got three, and it said like critical succeed or success. And the guy just, like, buckled like a belt. And huh. he, he, he dropped his weapon. He gave me his weapon. He turned himself in. He let me put cuffs on him. Like, the whole nine. And I'm like, okay, this persuasion system makes no sense to me. Mm. I finally succeeded on three persuasions. 
So I was able to upgrade to level two. Right. When did a persuasion? Pick the green, failed immediately. Pick the green again, failed immediately. Really? Pick the orange, failed. So I have no fucking clue how this fucking system works. <laughs> is it? it is hot fucking garbage. It's very, dis- very discouraging for me to upgrade it. Yes, to. it keeps me on my toes, right? Because I have been shot in the fucking face because of my failed persuasion. Hmm. But as a perk, it doesn't feel like a perk. Right. It feels utterly useless. Well, we just got upgraded some more. Get to the highest. And again, level. like the two successes I had helped me immensely. Right. But I think Bethesda did a bad job at explaining we have like a even in the especially in the lower levels of the upgrade, we expect you to succeed like something ten percent of the time. Weird. So it's weird. It's the only perk that doesn't feel tangibly noticed, I guess is mm-hmm. what I would say, right? Like every other perk, I notice the difference immediately. And this one I don't. The stealth one's my favorite. So do you have the stealth perk? No. So what I like about the stealth perk, which makes me think about your little paperweight, is whenever I want to sneak in somewhere and think of it's safe to do, you just press the B button and like do the crouching stance. Right. And this is, this was in previous games. This was in fallout. This was in Skyrim, but like, it will tell you if you're hidden and if no one can see you. Mm. And that helps me a lot. I will get it eventually, but the other right now, will, yeah. Right now I just like shooting people with my pistol. So all my points have gone into that. So I have a fucking Captain Jack Sparrow cutlass. Oh, nice. And it does 30 points of damage with every hit, Trees. It's fantastic. I mean, I, I, a- I got to get close and poke them. But like, so far, it has had very few downsides. I found a rare pistol mm-hmm. that looks old. Like, it looks like a sawed-off shotgun, but it's a pistol. Okay. But it has that look. It doesn't look all like futuristic or anything. Mm-hmm. It literally just looks like an old, looks like a flag gun. Like, okay. You know what I mean? It looks like that. And it does like, it does like a hundred and something damage. And okay. I have. That's a lot. Especially because both. I'm level 10. So I'm above you. Now, do you know if that is its base stats or is it adding in all my percentages from my perks i would uh, i would assume it's adding in all the percentages from your perks so because i have two ballistic levels and i have right. two pistol levels and each one's added like 20 percent damage or 50 percent. i was gonna say because to my, 100 my... sounds significantly higher i <laughs> i can't get above 20 in damage and this, i have some this, perks unlocked so so uh, i'm assuming you've run in the spacers so my um this pistol two shots and they go flying. They, their weapons go flickering <laughs> off the screen. Like they go, they smash into like cabinets. I don't know and if stuff. I've run it's into hilarious. spacers. Are you talking about the space pirate pirates? Yeah. They're called spacers. Okay. Like, yeah. With, okay yes. When the layer above their head, it just says like spacer. Yeah. Early on, <laughs> they're like level two to five. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. Hilarious. Um, can I ask you a question? Did you, sure. did you name, what did you name your character? 
So I just gave him a random name. I always do this. Yes. In this regard, I named him Christian. But I think what you're going to ask is, does the bot yes. say his name? And yes, freak me the fuck out. <laughs> I named my guy Dutch. Okay. Right. Uh, because I was just looking for like a, a piratey sounding name, right? Yeah, I have no idea that... why I picked Christian. It was not for religious reasons, mm-hmm. and but yes, it totally worked. And yeah, and and my robot was calling me Captain Dutch yep. for like mine was calling an me hour. Captain Christian, yeah, yeah, for like an hour before I realized the robot kept saying my name. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a second, I wrote that name in. Yeah, AI for the win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Check give him credit for the win, baby. Kind of makes me want to cool. do derf. <laughs> derf. Yeah, I wonder what it can recognize. Because I use, I often use derf in games because some girlfriend way in my past told me mm-hmm. she was like, "I'm gonna nickname you derf," and I said, "Why?" Mm-hmm. And she goes, "That's Fred backwards, and no one will notice." And she was do right. You? No one's ever put that together no. until I tell no. them. No, I didn't um, until you just yeah. told me. So I want to you- try derf. Um, Do you think that's <clears throat> programming trickery? Like, you know, sometimes you pick from a set list of names of like 100 names yeah, because they're in there. Is that just hidden? Like, did you and me just pick names that are on I that list? I feel like it's it- totally the database that makes the keychains at t- yeah. <laughs> tourist spots. Like the guy who makes the keychains at the Grand Canyon, yeah. he's got the same database that Bethesda is using for that bot. Okay, so you don't think it's on the fly or anything like it's it's figuring out what you typed in? No, but that would be awesome if it is, but I don't think so. Makes you want to experiment, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can change your name, too, so. Huh. I haven't tried. That's crazy. That was cool, though. And um, speaking of, like, aesthetics, I like those robot designs. Mm-hmm. I really like those robots. They're almost like a fucked up Boston Dynamics yes. robot look. Yes. That are lopsided. Like I don't think these robots could actually like stay up the way they're sort of like imbalanced looking. You know? Oh, yeah. They're, they're kind of like short and squat and like there's not a lot to them. You know? It's they're very cool looking. You know, they look like load lifters or something. They look uh Yeah. I don't know. They're very um utility looking. You know what I mean? Like they don't mm-hmm. look like they're trying to be people or anything. They look like industrial working robots. <laughs> I don't I, I really dig the the look of these robots. Well, uh, in in my cynical view, I'm curious to see where this goes. But yeah, like I feel like they're designed to entice you, I guess, <clears throat> to lean to robots right and there's always like hints there um where the game has total freedom right the game will never make you pick something like that it might force you into systems you don't want to do but it will never make you pick a robot or a human i mean outside Mm -hmm. of like a quest decision and i feel like it's trying to entice you to see if you'll do like a full robot crew and it kind of makes mm. me wonder, like, what does that look like? Does that affect outcomes? Probably. But I'm thinking I like that. I like that um, aspect because me role playing my guy as like a loner, like pirate 
mm-hmm. type dude. Like uh, just a robot crew seems fitting. I would agree. Yeah, because right out the gate, that that first woman with the British accent that you yes. run into, Sarah, didn't like didn't like her in the least. The blonde girl who comes yeah. with you on the first mission. Yeah, after that Sarah, first mission, yeah. I went right back to the robot. I was like, get out of here with that voice. You're annoying me already. <laughs> Condescending. You already sound like you're going to be bitching in my ear about everything I do. So you're out of wow, here. Wow, you're Sarah and you and my Sarah and me had different, different experiences. Yeah, I didn't like her. But I so. had, what's his name, the robot, like, on my crew as well. Hmm. I had both of them. They come with me on both. Oh, the, the like two? Yeah. Two follow you? I didn't know that. Oh, well, I know what you're saying. Okay, you're talking about followers and like exploration and combat scenarios. Yes, I don't mean um, working okay. on my ship. Yeah, the bot I sticks mean, to my ship. Yes, you're right. Yes. But I, yeah, the bots outside my ship when I land and stuff. Right. I mean the ones that walk with you around. And actually help you fight in combat. Yes. Like you can just have a permanent partner if you want. And, yes. and they're pretty good because they're pack rats. They're pack mules, so you yes, can dump shit are. on them. <laughs> and I don't know if they have an encumbrance thing. I don't really they care. Do. I just well, They do. They tough. have a limit, but... I dump everything on them. But I found right out the gate, I did a mission where you had to go look for one of the Constellation members. And it was a, a brunette woman. Mm-hmm. That has like an East European accent. Have you met her? It's like no, Alejandra or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I went with her right away. I heard that accent. I was like, oh, you yes, yes. <laughs> and she was like, and she hinted that she was like, when you meet her, mm-hmm. when you meet her, she's literally like, there's a guy on the ground. She's literally point blank blasting the shit out of him. And she's like, ah, oh, don't mind that. Don't mind that. Don't. Basically, she was like, that's a bad first impression I just made. Don't worry about that guy. And I'm like, I'm not. He probably deserved it, I think, is what I said. And she's like, oh, we can hang. And I'm like, yes, we can. So she's who, she's the one I'm rolling with, Fred. Nice. And she has a cool, like, Russian accent. Right. And yeah. that I can get with. Yeah. But I, I've, I've not met this person because you and I have very different... Experiences, which is one of the things that I think is a big positive with Starfield. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I spent yeah. a majority of my time. I spent a decent amount of time on the first planet. Um, like the one where you can survey and explore and mine and stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember how that first mission went. I was sent to a planet and I went to investigate... Something going on at like a power plant or something or a refinery on this remote planet. Mm. And I just ended up killing all the bad guys and then leaving. But uh, but I remember that. I, and then I spent a majority of my time on Mars, actually. I've been doing been a bunch yet. of missions around Mars. And Mars was where I chose to do the most exploring thus far. So... It's funny because the for people we've been talking all this time, like there is a basic story that mm-hmm. you're you can follow as a main story, but it's funny because it's 
it's a mix of things. Basically, you're trying to complete some artifacts. So you're basically looking for pieces of this thing. And every time you find a piece, you, you bring it back and add it to the pile. That's the gist of that. Um, but I do like that your character is basically Shepard from Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Like you touched an alien artifact and had a vision that no one can explain. <laughs> like it's yeah. literally Shepard touching the fucking beacon. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, I should have named him Shepard and see if the robot calls me cat is Shepard. That would have been funny. That would have been pretty good. Um, so that's like the basic story. You're part of a crew that chases these artifacts and they like you join them because you had this vision. So they're like, you're one of us. And um, mm-hmm. they just basically, you can go, there's just sort of your home base. I guess you can go back. It's called the lodge. And you have like a bedroom there with some storage, I believe. Um but can you do you know because uh, you know you can put stuff on your ship storage, your lodge, bedroom storage. It, can you access all that from anywhere? Do you know? So like if you're at a shop and you want to um, sell stuff, can you only sell stuff that's on your person, or can you? No, you I haven't can tried it. Totally access your ship's inventory because I've done that. Okay. So when you're in the shop, you're like going around to buy, right? You can press left bumper to sell your inventory. And if you right. press it a second time and you'll see it, it in shows. the list, it says, look at your ship's resources. Okay. Yeah. It's good to know. Yes. It is because ship. if you're like me, I joked with, uh, you know, my buddy, Agent Gren. I was like, oh my God, I need to keep my weight down so much. I'm stuffing shit in closets no one knows about. If you open a door in anywhere around my ship or my quarters, you'll kill yourself with what topples out. Like, yeah. Yeah, everything's in my cargo hold. And it's interesting because that gets challenged. I went and took on a mission where they wanted me to find minerals. And I was like, well, how hard could that be? And she goes, find me 5,000 units of lead. Oh, wow. And I was like, fuck. And she warned me. She goes, I don't think your hull will be able to handle it. Whoa. So you got to yeah. keep moving it back and forth? Like I need to, yeah, she said it'll be multiple trips or I need Jeez. to buy a mining vessel. Yeah. Here I am. I was just going to store some guns. Right? Yeah. So I could sell them. I've stored a shit ton of stuff and it's never blocked me, but mm. I bet it blocks me on like minerals and stuff, right? Like, right, right. It's not about the weight. It's about the amount. Have you, um, so... <clears throat> Like No Man's Sky, you can acquire other ships. In this, have you yep. got a different ship than your starting ship yet? Or No, but I can afford one. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can, wow. Most ships are six figures, and I'm sitting around... Most ships are just over 100,000 in the 120 to 170 range, and I'm sitting at 142,000 credits. How'd you get all that? So I did a lot of gopher missions. Um, okay. In fact, if you've got a minute, I can tell you like kind of some of the quick ways I did it. Okay. So I didn't buy anything. That was one thing, but like. I don't, and, don't have to. And I thieve a lot of people. So, right. My lock Whoa. picking skill has benefited from picking locks, but I didn't have a whole lot of opportunities. I think I picked a total of five locks or something. Um, and I did not pick the pickpocket skill. But whenever I'd kill anyone, I would check them for credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so if you've done that, 
Then the next thing I did was I took on a mission where I had to go. So this was on Mars. I was trying to help the miners because I was originally a miner. I was trying to help the miners. So not the underage children, the people who mine ore. Yep. And they needed some equipment. In order to get that equipment, they needed to get their, like, request approved. And their plan for how to do that was to have me become the executive administrative assistant to the CEO and release that. That, like, approve that. And in doing that, I ended up in a mission where the governor of Mars asked me to go hush-hush take care of a ship of his that got stolen. Okay. And so it was kind of a chain reaction. So I went to take care of that ship, and I won't tell what happens or anything, but you get to make a moral choice. And if you make a poor moral choice, you make a lot of fucking money. (laughs) And then completing that for the governor and dealing with the fallout of that and then going to the CEO and dealing with the fallout of that and then getting the approval and then going to the mining group and telling them we've approved their stuff, all those rewards added up and I've got a decent amount of money. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I haven't really even looked at my money, but I know I don't, I haven't played long enough. I don't think they have any like close to that. You'd have to um, be going for it. Yeah, I haven't gone for it, but I mean, I've killed some some just pirates and stuff from like clearing out bases, and sometimes they have like two thousand credits on them, mm-hmm. well stuff like that. Like, so I I mean I collect. You a should lot. have and, a decent chunk, yeah. And I do plan on selling stuff, but I mm-hmm. never seem to go back anywhere to where there's stores. And when I am on New Atlanta, mm-hmm. I, my brain can't memorize that map. To me, it's all over the place. Like I can't remember where the stores are and shit mm-hmm. you know some games you know like the town square and you know when you get back you run from here to here to here i can't yeah, do that, but that starfield place. is like, a complete mystery to me yeah I, I go back to new atlanta and i'm just like i don't know where anything is like was it in this part of this <clears throat> tram i or do was it in wander this a lot i won't lie <sighs> so yeah I, I i gotta be better at offloading this shit i'm hoarding so I can, because uh, that's what I'm keeping. I'm not keeping it because I'm just like, look at this. I'm like, I can sell it or it's like crafting shit. Yeah. We so even, I've been we hesitant do. to, well, so we can shift into that in a moment. But one last <laughs> thing I want to mention was wax. one of the most frustrating things I experienced recently was there was this guy who wanted me to buy him like basically D&D books or Lord of the Rings books. And you traveled right. all these exotic places to go find these first editions for him. And then right. when you bring it back to him, he's like, okay, great. You found that here. I'll pay you what I offered. And they have like a persuasion thing and they're like, persuade. And it's like, no, I want more than that. And this is what pissed me off. I picked the green one and it was only one attempt. And he goes, oh, okay. And he, I failed it. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I don't want the books. And he just called off the whole quest. And I was like, what? 
So just know it. that can happen. Like you push can just shut far. off a whole quest line. And mind you, it's it sounds like a gopher quest line, right? Like I'm just going to run around collecting these books for him and making money. But I've just never seen that. Like I was like, what the fuck? That's funny. Yeah. Now you know what can happen. Yeah. Now you better behave yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new ball game, trees. It's like it's like real uh, life. People remember funny. when you piss them off. Yeah, that's good. So I like that. Yeah, I like that. But so, have you done any? So so this game has like crafting mm-hmm. and mod tables, like mod tables for so they everything. Have modding, crafting, and research, it's, and it's a lot. To me, it's like it was lot. confusing. It was very confusing. It's still confusing to me. Some of the I'm stuff. hoping you can help me shed some light on some um, of this. Like I did. So basically, you have to research parts. Like you have to research levels of things to uh-huh. even open up the ability to mod. Yes. Put parts on your gun. Like you can't build a mod for your gun unless you've researched up that level of that mod. And they're all different systems, yes. you know, and I figured out the research only because you can only do it if you have the stuff to do it. So basically mm-hmm. you just click on everything until it lets you do it. And you're like, I can research that. I must have enough for that because it's highlighted. <laughs> and then it will tell you, you have enough for it. And you're like, sweet. That's how I figured that out. I just click on stuff, you know, and there you go. You know, yeah. And then modding is modding is actually having the different components of parts to make that attachment, and then you attach it, and then you can find a lot of components out in the wild. Yes. But you can also craft components if you have to. That's yes, separate, and that's, that's the part that makes sense table. to me. But research, I'm really mm. stuck because, like, I had all the pieces I need for research. But it didn't let me start it for some reason. <clears throat> I needed a schematic. So I guess I didn't mm. have everything for research. But I'm like, how the fuck do you get schematics? And also, this, like the skill tree, I, you might have to research the, something below that before you un- can unlock the ability to God research that one. It. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's like you got to do this level one research. Like, you can't just skip down the line. Like, I don't know. Um, and it's funny because sometimes you don't need all the resources because if you have an overflow of one resource, mm-hmm. it will give you bonus points for something you don't have. That's so if right. you're like, yeah. I need five titanium uh, and I need uh, 10 aluminum, but I have 20 aluminum, it will take that extra like 20 and convert it into the titanium I need. And it tells you that before you do it. It's like, oh, you, you if you do this, right. you'll fill up this. So, so it's I'll crazy. Give it credit. It's informative, but yeah. <clears throat> well, informative in a convoluted way. <laughs> I guess what I'll say is it'll stop you before you pull the trigger on something. Well, but maybe it doesn't always do that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. A lot going on there. <laughs> it's a lot, man. This game explains far less about its systems than I ever imagined it would. Yeah. And, and also uh, I'll say this because of the aesthetic of the tech of the ships, of the walls of everything, Mm -hmm. uh, 
I've walked by things and didn't realize it was a thing into a prompt. I caught a prompt as I was walking by it. Like research tables in storage bins and shit blend in with just the normal look of your ship. You know what I'm saying? There's not like a sign that says like cargo bay. You just walk by a wall and it's like storage yes. per se to store stuff. And you're like, oh, that just blends right in with this closet. Like it doesn't <laughs> even look like a closet. Yes. It looks like just, you know what I'm saying? It like Absolutely. I can't explain it, but stuff doesn't, def- um, def- what's the word I'm looking for? Stand out. It doesn't. Yeah, stuff doesn't components like. Components don't stand out from, you know. Functional yes. things don't stand out from just uh, aesthetic things on the wall. <laughs> so I, Agreed. Oh, I can use this. This is a workbench. I didn't know that. It just blended in. So that's one thing and I don't like. I like, know this suck. I know this storage on my ship, but I haven't really used it because I haven't. Uh, yo, it's like a Monkey Island game. I haven't most over the part of the wall that gives me a prompt yet, so I can't find my storage. <laughs> It's just to the left behind your cockpit seat. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's yes, like I it do. blends in. Everything blends I in. Absolutely. So do. Like- <laughs> because I at first were was putting all my stuff in my uh, room in New Atlantis, and I was like, fuck, I gotta go all the way back to it. So like I now, like that I can because when you sell stuff from your ship and stuff, which was what you asked me, like mm-hmm. now that you know your ship's cargo hold can be accessed at any time at any yeah, shop. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. That's a better scenario than your shit's in a bunker or in a in a cabinet in New Atlantis. Well, and also every little thing's modeled accurately like physics-wise in this game. Yes. So, if you wanted to be a slob, you could just dump everything on the floor of your ship and kick it around like you're walking through trash if yeah. you wanted to. You, yeah, could. you could just be a hoarder. You could have a a hoarder ship. Where every time you open a door, stuff falls out on you, which is also a, <laughs> might be a fun option, actually. Well, you if know, my, it matches my personality very much in my playthrough. So I, I'm definitely gonna get some empty, like, like um, they love zip cola in this world. It's like you know, you got yes, cola and Fallout. They love zip pop cola in this or whatever it's called. I might just get a bunch of empty cans of stuff and leave it around my ship. There you like, go, ship floor. like bait chips. Yeah, yeah, just fucking whatever. I'll get to that. We'll pick that up. Um, I don't know. What else about this game? First of all, I like. I will. I do want to say this again because I don't want to sound like other people that shit on a game the whole time. That I like this game a lot. Like I'm having fun now that it's clicked. It just took me a little while to understand what it was. Mm-hmm. I th- I think I was trying to force it into a No Man's Sky direction with like how to travel, and that is not what this game is. Like, Agreed. you know, <clears throat> this game is very much um, a get get to a place and do some missions in this place. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's not like flying around like No Man's Sky. Like, oh, what's that planet over there? Let me go land and fucking yes. have adventures. It's not that. You can pick a planet and land there randomly. But know what I feel like? Because I went to a random planet today uh-huh. and landed. And you can scan with your scanner. And it will show you where there's like a ba- an outpost. Like what's yes. over there? And I went and it was an abandoned fucking robotics factory. Mm-hmm. 
and I could hack some computers and turn the robots on, right? Like just like Fallout, right? And have the robot like fight for you, yeah, and walk around with you. And I was clearing stuff out, and then in a weird way, I felt like it was one of those open world things that bite you in the ass. Where I felt like, am I going to come back here later for a right? mission? Yeah, and I'm just here I early because they feeling. let you go. Yeah, yeah and you're like, because then you you finish that place, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no payoff. You just sort of like went through every room and killed everybody and found so but it wasn't like you found like this big payday or anything and then you just like leave right there's no like dialogue you didn't right. do you didn't find a story right you didn't uncover so you just found a place yeah. and i think that's where some people will struggle on that side of it because you just get these instances where you didn't really go through the motions for the story but it just kind of like wings it yeah. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if I'm going to like 20 hours from now have a story mission and end up back at that place and the dead bodies will still be there because, you know, the dead bodies everything will stays definitely in this game. still be there. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's no one gives a shit. I'm they could be NPCs. They'll still be there. Yeah. Those NPCs will be back just standing on those corpses like, so yes. you like coffee? I like coffee. You're like, what? Yes. And it does have that Bethesda jank where yeah. sometimes. <laughs> People like talk to you and don't even acknowledge like the atrocities you've done right in their face. So I tell you this though, Fred, mm-hmm. one of the first things I noticed about this game, and I think it's an, one of the biggest achievements of this game that no one's talking about hmm. is one of the uh, first like um, title screens. Uh, it's like a loading screen <clears throat> is mm-hmm. one of the best um, renditions of an Atari 2600 cover. I've seen in modern times. True. It's beautiful. I want a poster of it. <laughs> it just has that airbrush, like spit with the, the Atari colored lines sort of underneath it. It's really, it's really something. I don't know if you it know what I'm talking cool. about. Have you seen it? No. I you must have seen it. Because it's when you turn the game on, it shows it. Oh, it's just a cool, okay. Okay. It's almost yes. like a movie poster look. Yes, I know exactly it, the design you're talking like a, about then. Yes. Yeah. But I haven't seen like that the, in game. Not in game. I just mean when you start the game. I up, got you. You okay. see that page, yes. and I'm like, that's one of the greatest achievements I've seen. Is that they re- recreated an Atari 2600 cover? So true. Of. Yeah, they nailed you know, that's, it. That should be complimented. <laughs> but I mean, I've only put a few hours into it. Okay. Uh, you know, so well, you you've clearly put more than a few. You're, you're clearly that high up <laughs> in levels. Oh, I'm level. Level eight, level nine. Is that high? I don't I'm know. I'm level 10 and I'm at 10 hours. 10 plus right. hours. No, it is. It's just weird because like you said, we've had vastly different games. Yeah, so maybe far. I've gotten more money than XP. I don't know. <laughs> so, but I am really enjoying it. And it clicked today where it hit that that Skyrim point where I just want to keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Because... Like a Skyrim in a Fallout, when that mission log gets like long, mm-hmm. you, you're like, you do this thing where you go, fuck this, I'm gonna clean this up. <laughs> like, fuck all the big missions, I'm gonna clean up all the scrub missions. Right. So clean up this list. But as you're doing a scrub mission, you get five more missions added because you walk by some people. And in this game, you walk by some small talk and it adds like fucking missions to your logs. Yes. And so, like, 
it, it just becomes this weird catastrophic like downward spiral of trying to clean up your mission log which is keeps you busy i guess sure it's the nature of the beast but like yes yeah. it is but you you definitely it's a little defeating a little bit <laughs> yes <laughs> when you get you get, Tick stuff off that list. He's like, he's, he's getting bigger. No matter how I yeah, no, I, try. I was telling Jules, I was like, I can't, I can't try to multitask this, and I just got to prioritize stuff because random shit just pops up constantly on this. Yeah, it's funny because I heard some people saying, "Oh, those are like little side missions. They're, they're just quick little five minute. Not some of the ones I've done. Some of them have brought yes. me to like different fucking planets and like." Yeah, some of them act little five minute jaunts. I'll tell you that. So yeah, I I don't know, like who's heard what about these little endeavors, but for me, it's been like you said, like it's mostly been branching paths and a decent time yeah. commitment. It's fine, but like I know what it is. Yeah, I mean, I answered the distress call today from oh, like you? a merchant ship. I don't uh-huh. know if you've done that. A merchant ship was like, oh, I, no. I heard a distress call. Stay away from that. I went there and it turned out I got mixed into a war and mm-hmm. shit. Two factions. I'm like, what's going on here? And they're like, yeah, you're going to help us for now on. I'm like, I am? Well, I'm, I'm kind of in debt to this uh, other place for stealing a paperweight. So I'm kind of busy there too. Got a lot of loose ends. <laughs> Yeah, and that is that is Starfield is loose ends the game. <laughs> like <laughs> that sums up. Put that on the box, right? Loose ends the game. So, but I am enjoying it, and I do think it's fun. But it's fun if you like that Bethesda grind. Like some guy yeah. at work was just like, my buddy at work was like, dude, it's Starfield day. I'm going home, blah blah. And I said, yeah, I go, have you played it? played a Bethesda game before he's like no he's not really a big gamer I'm like he's like I don't know I was like like Fallout Skyrim you know missions talking to people collecting a lot of useless junk he goes oh I hate that shit he goes fuck that he was <laughs> okay. it's not for everybody man some people don't well, like that and, stuff yeah and so like I I was talking to Agent Grant about this and I was like Starfield is dated but comfortable Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it doesn't... It's not ambitious like today's games. And today's games are kind of ambitious in spite of themselves. So I'm not... Don't misinterpret that as a dig. Mm-hmm. But if this is your jam... If you grew up playing Fallouts and, and... Not even grew up, but if you played a lot of the Fallouts and Skyrims and stuff like that, and this Bethesda formula is your jam... This doesn't do a whole lot to change that. And so it feels extremely comfortable. Yeah. So I'm yeah. curious as to what the youngins think of this. Curious it's, what Gen Z. My daughter thought it looked cool in watching me play it. But mm-hmm. she was like, I don't think I'm going to play it. Because I'm like, it's on Game Pass. You can just download it anytime you want. And she goes, yeah, nah. <laughs> the the The... One of the things in this game that makes me go forward, just like the other Bethesda games, um, games like um, Dying Light, is 
not that that's a Bethesda game, but right. The point the point is having a character that's weak, but you know the more time you put into it, like you're gonna become a wrecking ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sure, you're going yeah. once you invest the time and you can get those skills going, like your dude, like my dude with a pistol is gonna be like nasty. You he already yeah, is. There's I'm no only doubt. Eight levels yeah. in. Yeah. And so you know, it's it's going to be it, – that's one of the things, the enticing things about these games is, is like, you know, you will be rewarded developer well, Yeah, because the farther you the get, the more you become a force to be reckoned with. Right. Like, yeah. Now, if you don't care about character development, like this dude that said, fuck this game, they're like Call of Duty guys. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Yes. But they don't give a fuck about talking to people and having like a story – like a character – story mm-hmm. they don't care they don't they don't even care if you ever see your dude right? right so it's not for them i'm the opposite like i won't you know look at look at just a little bit i told you about my guy i already have his whole story in my head yes of like what he is and that's you role playing I mean? right that's why you play an rpg yeah. yes yes so and also um we we didn't talk about the the actual like uh shooting sure Shooting is good in this game. Yes, it's, it is. The guns are fucking. It is not Fallout Three. <laughs> no, the guns are dope. Like they look dope. Yeah. When they reload and the way they animate, uh pretty awesome. And I don't know if you you said you were using um, what rifles or whatever well, you load I actually was. move around a lot. I've played each type of weapon. My main is I think it's called a Mauler or something. Mm-hmm. That I now have. It's got five perks on it. It's got like a laser scope and like a, a sound suppressor because I do, you know, stealth lots of stuff. stuff in stealth. It's got like an extended mag and stuff like that. But I also have the ability to, I have this really crazy poison shank that when <laughs> you shank someone because you sneak up on them, right. it does like 15 damage, but it also poisons them. As like a so, status effect. I find cool knives all the time. You mm-hmm. don't throw those, right? That's just for melee. No. When you, you just cut a and bitch. You, and it's not at the same time as a gun, you have to equip that as your main weapon? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know if you could like shoot and then swing with that. No, I mean, you can... I haven't tried, so... You can shoot and then really quickly switch to that weapon and then start okay. getting McStabby, but like, yeah, no. I just didn't know. At least it, not as far as I know. I didn't know, like, when I melee, you know, I, I butt with the rifle or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the butt of your gun. I didn't know if I... I didn't know if the the weapon like that, like a, a knife was like a second equip slot. So that might throw it. That might be a choice. I don't do it that way. I use the right trigger, so... I didn't see if it was. I, I'm just. Yeah. I just didn't know. No. Um, yeah. I'd. I'd be curious to know. Not that the game's ever going to explain it to me, but I'd be curious to know. Because I'm not that person to walk around with just a knife. So I'm like, I'll never use the knives. I get. Um, but I will tell you, buddy. Unloading a pistol in first person in that game, the way those pistols mm-hmm. like recoil, and the way the person you're shooting like will, like if they're next to like a. a, a a shelf shelving unit with a bunch of stuff on it. They will like f- fall back into it and the stuff will fall down. It's great. Like, it's like, it feels really good. 
that uses a pistol. Better than Mass Effect, I'll tell you that. Yes, I, I'm so, pleased with the array, the array of weapons I've tried out and the different versions and modifications on mm-hmm. them. There's a good complex you know, gun system there. I think that's part of what I was talking about when I said this is like part Borderlands. Like, yeah. Yep. So I don't have the numbers. You can, that's an option in the options that numbers ticking off the guys, but I don't have that on. So I don't know if you do. Yeah. No, I don't. You can put that on if you want to see the numbers. Oh wait, <laughs> no, dudes. I do have the numbers on. I like the damage numbers. Yes. Yeah. I don't have those. So I don't know. The default I, I is mean, them off. Yes. Yeah, it, they have a little damage meter, but I sure. guess you can have the numbers fly. Yeah, off you can. I like to see want. the numbers off because I like to see the little crit and everything. So. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I don't know. I don't have much more to say about it because I'm, I'm only a few hours in. But me neither. I, I don't do want to be really, that horse, but yeah. I do really like it though. It's fun. Yeah, it looks good. Starfield is very cool. Um, I this is going to sound weird because I have largely positive things to say about it. But I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe I'm going to put a pause on this and mm-hmm. go back and wrap up some other games that I was pending on, like Shadow of War and a couple other things, because I feel like Starfield's something I can return to later. I should also point out I'm coming off the cusp of a 90-hour game, and I know Starfield's going to be equally large. And so I don't know if I'm just not in the mood right now. I don't know. But I'm not bored by any stretch, and I'm not disappointed I just am not quite sure what I want to do next, whether it's Starfield or something else. I'm stuck because I was just getting the Harry Potter again, too. These are not two games I want to be stuck between, man. You don't want to be between those. Pick one and stick with it. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. Both fun, though. And who knows? Maybe I'll just end up with Starfield, you know, after I say this. But that's kind of where I'm at. Um, it is very much a Bethesda game. I think everyone's kind of right on the internet with this, right? Like, mm. I can see why you wouldn't want to play this. I can see why you would. I can see right, why it's right, divisive. Right. And I can see, and I, I think the Bethesda team should be commended because with the rat shit fucking insane bugs <laughs> that have existed in the past, this is a night and day difference. It is... Most things, like, there's plenty of jokes to be had. There's still the glassy eyes where they look into Oblivion. There's still Oblivion being the concept, not the actual game. Um, And there's still, like, weird things where the NPCs are tripping over themselves and stuff like that. But that's just a systemic issue. I can forgive it. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I had one NPC, the story NPC, facing the wrong way talking to me that was oh yeah yeah i've had plenty of that where like i'm talking to their backs yeah yeah that's funny (laughs) but yeah but yeah that's it that's all i've played i've I've, besides from marble snap i've played zero except for stuff and in general that's all i've played so i look i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is not short by any stretch but let's I think we should call it a short episode. We're at two and a half hours almost. So again, by most podcast standards, that's not short. But I think we've covered our bases and we've laid the foundation for what we think about Starfield. So Mm -hmm. and first, I think we'll just call it for now and we'll see who's played what next week. It'll be kind of a fun surprise. (laughs) 
That's right. So, all right. Well, then, I guess we'll call it until next week. Happy gaming. Later.